0: The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here.
1: You're listening to Wrestling Night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network with your hosts, Matt Copper, Dustin Maruka, and Snowy White.
2: What's up, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. Uh, I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruca. Hey, guys.
1: What's going on? What's going on is I am your new <laughs> WNIC heavyweight champion as of last night. That's <laughs> what's going on. <laughs>
2: oh, well, that didn't take long. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, like, fuck it. I'm not even going to say hi. I'm going to get just go straight into the... <laughs> <laughs> you were the champ for a week, Snowy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, in case anyone is kind of tuning in for the first time, because, well, let's face it, this is going to be a very edgy episode, shall we say. There's going to be a lot of talk about EDGE. You know, for in a number of different ways. So maybe you're tuning in for the first time because you are an edge head. Hello, nice to have you aboard. Um, and what exactly Matt is talking about <laughs> is, um, last night as we speak. It's Monday night. Raw is going on right now. But, like, we would rather be doing this because... <laughs>
0: we'll watch Raw tomorrow. Yeah, because, yeah, like, Really, <laughs> fucked
2: Vince. <so> <laughs> really, really not, I'm really not that worried about it. But I last, can
0: fast-forward through commercials if I watch it tomorrow. <laughs>
2: That's right. Yeah, then it'll only
1: be an hour and a half. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Last night was the Royal Rumble, and we have a new tradition here on Wrestling Night in Canada where we kind of have a little... Competition amongst ourselves, where we take take our picks from each match from the uh, previous pay per view or special event or whatever you want to call it, and whoever scores the most is the new quote unquote champion. I had the good fortune of taking the title for at uh, Hard to Kill, and then last night. Unfortunately, your cool Uncle Snowy fell a little short, and Matt came up big time. So congratulations, my friend. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. It's, I mean, you were a good inaugural champion, Snowy. They need, well. a, they
3: need
1: a veteran to get the ratings, you know, because they know you're the other show and all they that did.
0: stuff. We, we pulled an AEW and put the older guy as champ, you know.
2: Right. Yeah. Then he had to put the whippersnapper over. I get it. I get it. No, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch the rumble with you guys, but I think as it turned out, Matt, you ended up with uh, five, Ducky, you ended up with four, and I trailed with three. Yeah. Uh, At the end of the thing. So
1: um, they they did end up adding. Uh, a couple more matches after we had done our predictions so we kind of had to like scramble and like <laughs> predict predict on the fly so like, uh, i actually didn't even know about the, the the smackdown women's title match until it was about to happen and uh i didn't either i, di- I didn't watch smackdown this past week so they may have announced it on that i don't know but i didn't hear i didn't hear about it at all until they were just like okay, and up next we got Carmilla versus Sasha Banks. I was like, wait, wait, what? Okay, so yeah, I scrambled to the to the chat. I was like, okay, who you guys got? We got to pick. <laughs> <laughs> we got to pick now. We got to pick
0: now.
2: Were you guys sorry? Were you guys you know satisfied overall with the Royal Rumble because it's generally a you know it's a it's a big event and it's yes. generally the most entertaining.
1: Yeah, like I can't really think of a Royal Rumble where I didn't really have fun. Like, looking back, there are obviously some Royal Rumbles that were kind of, for lack of a better term, hot garbage. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I'm ever watching a Royal Rumble live, I, I always tend to have a good time. Just, like, counting down, even even if there was no fans in attendance to count down with this time around, it's always just uh, such an adrenaline rush to, to like, when, when, when the buzzer hits and you're just like, trying to predict who's going to come out next (laughs) and yeah and then sometimes you're surprised sometimes you're not but overall it's yeah it's a
2: great time and i had a great time watching last night all right right okay like the two before we get into the two big royal rumble matches themselves the undercard Mm -hmm. um it was, was there any surprises? Anything that you thought, well, holy shit, that shouldn't have happened? Or well, just, just,
1: like, the uh, one of, one of the matches that was announced after the uh, after our predictions was the women's tag team title match between uh, it was uh, Asuka and Charlotte Flair defending against uh, uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, who they won the titles from at uh, TLC last last month. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like. The entire month leading up to this, they never even presented Asuka and uh, Charlotte as a tag team on Raw. Like, they they all both had their own separate things going on with uh, Charlotte doing her thing with her dad and Lacey Evans, and then Asuka had her thing going on with Alexa Bliss over the Raw women's title. But, right. and yeah, they never really presented them as a tag team, and then they just kind of announced this match, like, on the go-home show, and then they were like, Oh, okay. So I guess that's happening. Uh we got to pick somebody and um, yeah, as predicted, as predicted, Shayna and Nia re- uh, regained the titles because it's like they never as I said, they never presented Asuka and Charlotte as a team. <laughs> they just right. just kind of Charlotte's return to the company,
2: so it's like, "Oh, got to give her a belt." <laughs> that's that's the uh, that, that's the worst kind of hotshotting. Okay, like yeah. this is this is a page right out of the Russo manual, exactly. You know, like that's just that's just brutal.
1: Yeah, and they did like in the match they actually did like try to play in like I think Ric Flair came out just randomly at one point and then yeah, not looking. Yeah, looked, Flair came out,
0: handed Lacey Evans a pair of brass knucks to hit Charlotte with. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, with a women's right. Yeah. Wow. And then yeah. I got the pin on Charlotte and yeah, it was kind of a, it was like, I don't know. It was kind of a nothing match in my opinion. At least not
0: didn't hurt anybody this time.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you, we don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the tag titles, any title should never be like a nothing match. You know what I mean? Like, no, you know, I, I completely. Agree with it, but... it should mean something. Mm-hmm yeah when 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 the finish of the match came
1: after uh lacey evans had knocked charlotte out with the brass knuckles uh nia Jax actually delivered a leg drop to charlotte while charlotte was on her front so yeah she just delivered this leg drop to the back of charlotte's neck and i was just like immediately i thought man i hope charlotte's neck just didn't get broken <laughs> like because yeah, well we all know Sheena or sorry we all know nia jackson her uh for oh. his injuring people. She's mm-hmm. only
0: still there because Dwayne's her uncle.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: If Rock wasn't probably. her uncle, she would have been fired a long time ago.
2: Probably. Probably. Or at least, at least sent, yeah, but then again, there's, who? what does it mean getting sent down to NXT? Because it's a national program. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's, like it's supposed to be the the training federation, but NXT for all rights and purposes is now a third brand. NXT is the main roster, get it right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> In your eyes, my eyes, and every other like real wrestling fan, like I imagine, like And NXT then the idiots is... who are
0: like NXT is terrible. Shut
2: up. Yeah, fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm willing to bet we're all relieved that Goldberg didn't win. It got scary yes. for a second. <laughs>
1: yeah, because like that match started off like with like obviously it was exactly what I predicted. It was a five minute match of finisher spamming. That's mm. exactly what it ended up being.
0: So playing SmackDown versus Raw and you would give yourself three finishers each, that's what it was. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah. Yeah. And considering by the end that uh, Goldberg, I think, had already taken, what, two uh, two Claymores before yeah. the, the match? Yeah. So his health bar must have been all the way down. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, to Drew McIntyre's credit, he did take a spear through the barricade, and he took two more spears in the ring, and a jackhammer, and still kicked out. And, but then after and that, yeah, McIntyre, jackhammer gold
0: was done in years, even though he dropped Drew McIntyre on his feet.
1: Yeah, yeah, like he, at least he got he got him up, which is more than yeah. we could say about what he did with the Fiend. But yeah, he dropped his feet. And for, the
0: Undertaker.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let's not talk like that. Undertaker <laughs> could have died with that one but, but yeah with Drew McIntyre yeah he dropped on feet first so it did kind of look a little sloppy but uh, yeah uh, after after that uh, Goldberg tried to go for another spear but uh, Drew ended up avoiding it and Goldberg hit the turnbuckle didn't hit his head on the post this time so that's that's an- <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah then Drew was able to hit a, another Claymore and got the one, two, three, and then him and Goldberg shook hands and Goldberg raised his hand and the internet wrestling community sighed
2: a so much relief. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And we all in the other world title match. Yeah. We all picked Reigns. We all did pick
1: Reigns. Yeah. Like there were, there were some moments, like uh, especially like that one moment, like at the very end uh, where it looked like, Kevin Owens was about to win, but like, and then like, Amos was having trouble. Yeah, but the, so they the had whole to tell match, the ref to oh,
0: stop counting.
1: Yeah, but the the whole match itself was actually pretty good, pretty entertaining for a uh, last like last man standing matches usually are. But well, I
0: wonder uh, how he's feeling today after getting hit with a golf cart.
1: Oh man, that was brutal because that just came out of nowhere. Like he first he gets thrown off, he gets thrown off uh, one of the the platforms where the LED screens are for the fans in the Thunderdome. Okay. Like they're, they're wrestling between like two rows of uh, LED screens. And then Reigns ends up throwing Owens off of one of them through a bunch of tables. And then Owens, yeah, he gets up after, like before the 10 counts. And he's just kind of staggering towards backstage, kind of like falling to one knee. And then the referees ask him if he, if he can defend himself. And then yeah, from out of nowhere, Reigns just drives a golf cart Into him and run, like, legitimately runs him over. (laughs) Wow. Remember when
0: Sammy was hitting AEW? It was a lot fucking worse.
1: Yeah, because Owens actually, like, rolled up the front of the golf cart and actually went through the plexiglass at the front, which I don't think was supposed to happen (laughs) because that plexiglass actually smacked Roman in the face. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. After that, they, yeah, they had, like, a pretty emotional spot where. Roman, uh, started talking trash about Kevin Owens, grandfathers who had, who uh, Owens had brought up in a promo a couple weeks ago on SmackDown and yeah, both, both, both of whom are no longer with us. So he starts talking trash about them and saying that he's better than his grandfather or grandfathers or something along those lines. And then Owens comes back and starts beating up Reigns and lays him out on a table and in the back and then lifts a forklift up and I was assuming that this forklift was going to be used to try and like pin Roman Reigns down to keep him from getting up but you now Owens just like lifts his forklift up with a with a with a wooden uh, pallet on the end of it, climbs up to the wooden pallet and gives him a senton onto the, through the table in the oh. back and then and after he,
0: and he got up wasn't he like my grandpa was a cool guy or
1: something <laughs> yeah but yeah so after that they still manage to get up. They fight their way back to the stage. Roman Reigns spears Kevin Owens through the stage setup, but because there were no sparks or any fireworks flying, I knew that wasn't going to be the end of it. And uh, I think the referee gets to a count of nine before Kevin Owens actually, he doesn't stand up. He just kind of rolls off the stage onto the floor below. <laughs> actually, he just starts walking. So he kinda like sneakily sneakily gets avoids the ten count. And as he's doing this, he like leans up against one of those uh, pillars where all the, the lighting is. And he like when one of his arms touches the lights and he falls backwards and just points points at the light and goes, That
2: burns. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, he sold that. That was great.
0: Yeah. yeah. Me, me yeah. and Dad laugh fucking ass. Cole, he, he just kinda he just
1: he walks into it and you hear, Ow! And then he falls yeah. to the ground and he goes, That burns. He, he points right at it. Michael Cole even called it on commentary. He's like Oh, Kevin Owens! I think, just burned himself on that light, and you just, yeah, you just see Kevin Owens point at the light. Oh, that burns! <laughs> <laughs> like, even in the midst of a knock him, knock him down, drag him out brawl, Kevin Owens still has some time for some comedic timing, you know. I <laughs> agree. But uh, then after that, Roman Reigns starts giving him the whole speech about how can I go home if I quit? I'm the head of the table. All this and that and the other thing, and then. Yeah, he has a pair of handcuffs, that, like Roman has a pair of handcuffs that he starts to try and like, use his brass knuckles to beat Owens with. But then in like one of the cleverest things I've ever seen in a last man standing match, Owens ends up handcuffing Roman to the bottom of one of those, uh, those metal uh, pillars where they have the lights to the very, very bottom to the point where Roman can't actually stand up physically because his hand is cuffed so low. And then the referee actually gets to a count of nine before Roman actually reaches up, grabs the referee and pulls them into another stage prop, which knocks the referee. Oh. Out. <laughs> and then yeah, after that Roman or uh, sorry, Owens tries to go after Roman again. And then uh, Roman hits him with a low blow and kicks him away. And then, The finish kind of got a bit awkward because, yeah, Paul Heyman comes in with the keys because he has the keys to the handcuffs because Roman had them initially anyway. But it took him quite a while to get Roman unlocked. And, yeah, as as Dustin said before, they brought out another referee who started counting, but he actually had to stop the count awkwardly at five because, yeah, they just Mm -hmm. couldn't get him unlocked. And they showed Kevin Owens standing by the sidelines like, just like selling the low blow trying to recoup and then eventually Heyman got him uncuffed and uh, Roman just kind of walked over to Kevin Owens put him in a guillotine choke choked him out and then after after Owens was out from the guillotine choke referee counted to 10 and that was it Roman retained Ah. with uh, not really any
2: help from either of the Usos or anybody, surprisingly. So yeah, yeah. If there was ever going to be like an overbooked match, I, you would think it was, you would kind of be that. So I'm kind of glad they didn't. What like yeah. you 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 have you have Roman and Owens like in the same match? Like how hard? How how many times did you hear like Cole say like w- w- Rowans or something? <laughs> Rowans, <Yeah>. Rowan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't recall any times he actually said that. No, because no, I was just thinking that, like you, you, you got Roman and Owens. Like <laughs> I'm, like you hear me on radioactive metal. I am all about fucking up here and there and all that, you know. Yeah. So, I'm actually kind of surprised, like. One of us, at least now, didn't refer to them as Rowan.
0: (laughs) Well, they had a Rumble match for the Universal title four years ago, and those two and Kevin won. So, Uh
1: ah, oh, yeah, yeah, a match at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it was like a that was was the match where like Chris Jericho was in a shark cage or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then Braun Strowman came out and cost Roman the match. Yep. but this is this is back when the roles were reversed and Kevin Owens was the chicken shit heel and WWE was still trying to get Roman over as the top babyface or the next John Cena right. but yeah, just right. like, <laughs> but yeah, this this one I on uh, and arguably it was far better as a whole match. It was just too bad that the the finish was so awkward with the whole handcuff situation. I saw
0: a great right. meme from Roman hitting Owens with the shopping with the shopping cart, the golf cart. What's been a long day, away. <laughs> It's The golf cart, and it was the, the Annoy family continuing tradition for hitting people with cars who do stunners.
1: Oh, oh yeah, because Rikishi ran over Stone Cold, right? I yep. remember. Yeah, that's funny. And then okay. the
0: first <laughs> caption underneath it, the first comment was, "I did it for the Rock."
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> right, right on. Right did, on. It, right
1: it. on. Roman did it for the table. He did, <laughs> 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 he did it to for the family. He, but it, yeah, he did it for the, yeah, for the rest <laughs> of his family. But uh, yeah, the only other, the only other singles match, other than that, other, yeah, other than the Rumbles matches, was Carmelo challenging for the SmackDown Women's title against Sasha Banks.
0: This one wasn't.
1: It was all right. It was decent at best. But yeah, like, long story short, so they got involved with, or uh, Carmella's sommelier, Reginald, got involved at some point where uh, he kind of just got caught, or he caught Sasha Banks coming off the, or like, like, being, or flying off the apron. And then she kind of gave him a head scissors. And then the referee ejected Reginald from ringside, even though he didn't technically do anything wrong. He just kind of saved her from hurting herself.
0: <laughs> and then Carmella almost scorpioned on a suicide dive.
1: Oh, yeah, that looked pretty brutal. Well,
0: when she went face first into the ground.
1: Yeah, yeah, it did look pretty pretty rough. I'm, gl- I'm she glad, glad she, did. she didn't scorpion herself. Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: If Sasha yeah. would have been like an inch forward, she would have scorpioned
1: herself. Yeah, absolutely. But thankfully she didn't, and thankfully she was able to... Come back later in the nights. But yeah, in the end, Sasha Banks retained by putting Carmella in the bank statement and getting her to tap out. So this has actually been probably Sasha Banks' greatest title reign on the main roster. Because she's defended successfully, what, three, four times
2: now? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess guess that's commendable. Like the way the titles bounce around and all that. Well, considering
1: the fact that she was what a five-time Raw Women's Champion, and she has never defended that belt successfully.
2: Oh, so, God. Okay, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. So who's who's the face in this? Banks or Carmella? Banks, Banks. but yeah. Uh,
1: even, even after uh, <laughs> Bailey turned on her, her character really hasn't changed. It's oh, just okay. kind of yeah, it's like so. I guess she's more of a well, uh, well. I guess she's billed as a baby face, but the way her attitude is, she's more like a tweener. I suppose. Yeah. At least that's the vibe I'm getting.
2: Neither, neither Sasha or Carmella like should ever be baby faces. Like, no, they just just don't come across. Like you can't, like there's just some people that just, you can't play, you know, you just, it's like, it's one or the other. No one would ever believe if Kevin Von Eric ever turned heel you know what I mean and with no I just I can't see Sasha Banks actually ever being a full on face like it just it's just not yeah. that character it, it doesn't really work in the long mm-hmm. run
1: yeah I know I know what you mean it's uh, yeah the, <laughs> like she her her character is definitely better suited for uh, a heel than it is a paper yeah. or both both women because they were yeah. both, yeah, last year they were both baby faces. That...
3: <laughs>
1: Sorry. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> over the last couple of years, both of them have been baby faces and neither really
2: took off. So. Mm-hmm. All right. and I can see why. Sp- yeah. Speaking of women, the women's rumble match. Yeah. Okay, this this is where I was obviously lost huge points, and you guys you guys gained because you guys both had Bel Air Bianca Bel Air. Yeah, and she came in at number three. Wow, okay. excellent, excellent. That's that's how you can tell where they want to push someone to give them when they give them that real. Well, they've pushed, been pushing her for a while now, I believe, but. When did you give, uh, you know, that strong Royal Rumble performance, that kind of gives you the, the, you know, the heads up that, okay, we want to do something with her. Now, I heard, I saw it earlier today that, now, I don't know if this is part of the storyline, correct me if it's not, or it was just a a screw up that the internet is, is bouncing all over, but apparently... What's the story with her and her, like, this the this, uh, whole Bel Air controversy? Oh, with, like, apparently her,
1: her second foot touched the floor when her and Ripley were doing that suspension game? Right. Okay, yeah, what did I, you guys see? I didn't even I, notice it, to be honest with you.
0: I saw a meme where if you zoomed in ten times more, you can see a small six-foot Adam Cole holding her foot up.
1: <laughs> wow okay <laughs> but I, I think my attention at the time was more focused on Rhea Ripley because like I knew she had like or she was taller had lo- had the longer legs so I <laughs> thought her she had the better chance of like hitting the floor first so I, 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 I guess I didn't really notice it but when they both got back in the ring and by the way I'm really happy that the final two in the Royal Rumble were Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley Like, Mm -hmm. if there were two up-and-coming women stars that needed the highlight and needed that, it was them, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, like, well, to be fair, though, Snowy, your pick did make it to the final three. Yeah, that was (laughs) for a minute. Okay, okay, so it wasn't totally off the mark.
0: Charlotte again? No.
1: No, but, uh, yeah, Charlotte Flair came out at number 15, and uh, at one point... I forget what number it was, but, like, Rick Ric Flair's music started to play, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and, of course, it was just Ric Flair out there to to accompany Lacey Evans for her to come into the match. Who, with
0: wearing, of, who was wearing Charlotte's robe?
1: Yeah, but then, yeah, Charlotte got a hold of her pretty quick and was throwing her around, and the feathers were flying off the robe and all over the place, and, yeah. And then another. Well, I should. I also add that another weird moment that happened in this rumble was when Alicia Fox came out, and immediately after that, Our Truth's music started to play. Our Truth runs out to the out, out to the ring, gets on the ring apron. Everyone's looking at him, and he goes, "Oh, wrong rumble!" <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the twenty four seven Brigade chases after him, and they try to fight them off, and then. Alicia Fox rolls up R-Truth at one at one point, wins the 24-7 title. Then she gets eliminated. After she gets eliminated, R-Truth pins her again, and he be, re, regains the 24-7 title. So he runs <laughs> off, and all the other 24-7 goons chase after him. And then Alicia Fox does as well, because she, she's no longer in the, longer in the match. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what was another, uh, I got, yeah, Alexa Bliss came out at number 27 and a bunch of people ganged up on her and after, after they ganged up on her, she started doing her like fiend ish transformation thing. Right. And, but, like yes. right in the middle of it, she never got to complete it. Like right in the middle of it, Rhea Ripley just kind of runs up behind her and goes, Nope, not today. And just dumps her out <laughs> of <on> the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I got no time. On. It would be
0: cool on NXT if Bliss shows up and attacks her because she did that.
1: Well, I think Rhea Ripley is actually a member of the Raw roster now. I think she's done with NXT. So. Oh yeah,
0: because she lost that Last Man Standing match.
1: Yeah, to Raquel Gonzalez. But yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny how, like, Rhea Ripley of all people, she must watch anime because the anime is the only ever the only thing I've ever seen where somebody attacks mid transformation. He's <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah, like, but, yeah. ha, ha, nope. Yeah, let's
0: mention the surprises. Well, Alicia Fox being one of them.
1: Yeah, and then there was Uh, Jillian,
0: Corey Wilson.
1: Yeah, Victoria. Oh yeah, Victoria was good. That was a good surprise.
0: Uh, Jillian Hall, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, although Um, that everything leading up to that with Billy K was kind of funny because like Billy came out, came out as number four, and then she was just sitting at the. The announcer's table it was just like, nope, nope, I'm not going to, not, not going to start just yet. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to buy my time. And uh, everyone else who came out after that, she wanted to like try to convince to go in as a team, but nobody was having any of it. And then, yeah, Jillian Hall came out and then Billy Kay was all like, eh, eh, Billy and Jilly, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> then she agreed, but that was short lived. And we had a bit of a short lived iconics re- reunion, but that again, didn't last very long. And, yeah. Uh, other than that, as far as yeah le- legends go, yeah, I guess, or, or surprises go, I guess yeah, Alicia Fox and yeah, L- Alicia, Jillian, Victoria, and Tori were the only four that I can recall yeah. in my head. Mickey fair James enough, too because apparently she's oh. like done. Yeah, Mickey James is apparently a legend now, even though she wrestled her comeback match on Raw
2: last year at some point, but. <laughs> Yeah, I think they throw the legends word around yeah. a little too a little too quickly. Yeah, a little too loosely. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you on
1: that one. But yeah, apparently that's yeah. Like when
0: Alicia Fox came out, and they're like, "Oh, it's a WWE legend." I was like, "Excuse me,
1: excuse me." Yeah, okay. yeah. was she captain for the Survivor Series Women's Team like two years ago?
0: <laughs> right.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Well. Hey. What was your favorite match? <laughs> Molina versus
2: somebody? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: who? No, wait, that was Cameron. Never mind. Wrong.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Wrong
1: girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh yeah, in the end, yeah, it came down to Bianca and uh Ripley, and Bianca ended up getting the upper hand. It was actually a pretty good uh pretty good ending to that where yeah, Bianca got her over the top rope after a couple of reversals, and like it, legitimately came down to like either one of these women to win. And but in the end, I'm glad Bianca Belair won, not only because she deserves it, which she does, and she had a very emotional speech afterwards about winning. Didn't say who she was going to pick to face at WrestleMania, but yeah, I'm happy that she won, and that got me another notch up on my <laughs> on my predictions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And did did she point at the WrestleMania sign?
1: Oh yeah, she pointed at the WrestleMania sign,
2: Pyro went like, off. Oh, okay, okay. 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 By now, if you don't, if you forget to point at the WrestleMania sign, are you stripped sure. of the opportunity? Like what what happens? am <laughs> being a smart ass. But. <laughs> does, does it really count, yeah. Does it really count points? Yeah. Point. yeah. <laughs> Are you really going to WrestleMania if you don't point at the sign? If you don't point at the sign, then, well, I don't know. I don't know. He g- goes back and is, you didn't point at the sign. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. supposed to point that's, at the that's sign.
0: That's why Goldberg lost to McIntyre. He didn't point at the sign. Oh.
2: <laughs> of course. The uh, sign. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And finally, the men's. The men's Royal Rumble kicked I, off. Yeah, I think. It, yeah. <laughs> Sorry?
1: They announced the first two entrants uh, beforehand, which oh. I didn't really get, but okay. I guess because there's no live crowd. The uh, the first two entrants were Edge and Randy Orton. Oh, total coincidence.
2: Yeah, of course. <laughs> total. When yeah. they when they do that, when they have the first two entrants and it's two on the nose, mm-hmm. I- That kind of, like, I remember um, one of the Royal Rumble, uh, it was Axe and Smash of Demolition were the first two. And I was like, yeah, really? And then they fought. (laughs) Oh. Why would you fight? Well, it's every man for himself. It is. It was every man for himself, Gorilla. Okay, fine. But, and I understand, like, they're in a heated feud against one another. But in the case of Axe and Smash... You wait the two minutes. Just stand there and wait and you be a team for you know until if it, until it comes down, you know, when everyone else is eliminated, then you two go at it. You know after you've worked as a team to eliminate everyone. Yeah, fair enough. I mean that's, <laughs> but okay. That's neither here nor there, actually. But yeah. um with the men's, okay, neither of us. Men's. No, nobody picked kind of the our picks. Yeah, yeah, I I picked Brian, so did Ducky, and Matt, you picked...
0: No, I picked Cesaro. You picked Cesaro, I, I, yeah, I
1: fucked up on that. Yeah,
2: Ducky oh. picked Cesaro, and I picked... I uh, B.
0: worried there for a bit, because it was like 25, and it's like, where's Cesaro? Is he even <laughs> in this damn bag? Yeah, well,
1: you messaged to that, that when, uh, when you're like, hey, yeah, is Cesaro even in here? I was like, uh... I don't know. Do you want to just pick Sheamus? That's close enough. <laughs>
0: um, like, wait, wait. Let me wait till 30 comes out, and whoever's left in the ring, I'll pick one of them. And then Cesaro yeah. comes at 28, and it's like, okay, there he goes. And yeah. then his, his Braun Strowman came out at 30. Huh, there goes Cesaro.
1: Yeah, there goes everybody. <laughs> but uh, Oh, here comes the train. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But yeah, when it started off with uh, Edge and Randy Orton, I was like, well, it seems a little odd to start start off with both of them, but you no know, like they it's kind of a continuation, I guess it was like the first or the edge's first match since the greatest wrestling match ever, <laughs> so all oh, right, think, yeah, that's uh, to get his revenge on Randy Best Orton greatest
0: wrestling match ever backlash,
1: backlash. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, even before Randy Orton got to the ring. Edge rushed out to attack Orton while they were while he was still coming down, and uh, yeah, they were fighting before the match even officially began. Uh, they c- continued to fight on the outside, and, and then Sami Zayn came out at number three. Sami Zayn, of course, was I was hoping he was going to be number one just for the fact that he continued his whole conspiracy theory gimmick about how everyone's conspiring against him. Ah. If you would have come out at number one, that would have been perfect. If he would have been like, it's like, see this, it's like, I knew this company's conspiring against me. Everybody's against me because I put me at number one intentionally, so they knew that I wouldn't win. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's <laughs> like if they would have done him and Biggie one and two, that would have been great. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, he came out at number three and he still tried to ham, ham it up as if it was a conspiracy theory against him. But uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, so. Sami Zayn and uh, yeah, Mustafa Ali comes out at number four, so it's a all the heels gang up against uh, against Edge and Randy Orton at this point is kind of giving Mustafa Ali his like blessing or as as a heel, so I suppose. And it really felt like it was the most relevant that uh, Mustafa Ali has felt since the whole Retribution angle had started. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. uh, I hope I hope that kind of continues for him. I don't I don't think it will, but. Yeah, who's to say? But but yeah, uh, continuing on, Jeff Hardy came out at number five to even the odds against Orton, Zayn, and Ali. Orton and Edge continue to fight on the outside, and then Edge manages to land, move on Orton on top of the announce table. I think it was like a DDT or something, if I remember correctly, or a suplex. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler enters at number six, but the focus remains on Edge and Orton fighting against each other on the outside. For the uh, the referees and other officials, officials could separate them. Dolph Ziggler then eliminated Jeff Hardy. Chimpski Nakamura comes out at number seven.
0: I'm going to stop you there for a second. It's funny today, uh, Shotzi Blackheart posted that Jeff Hardy stole her number because they both got eliminated first, and they both came in at number five.
1: Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that was unfortunate for Shotzi, I thought. Yeah. I thought she should have, like stuck in the rumble a little bit longer than being first out, but well, what are you going to do? It's the main roster. Someone's got to be the first one out. Yeah. Well, at least she had a cool entrance and she got to shoot <laughs> Billy Kay with her uh, with her little projectile from her tank. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, anyway, continuing on. Shinsuke Nakamura came out at number seven. Uh, he's full babyface again. He's back to his old music from NXT, without without the Japanese wrapping over top of it. So, yeah, well, that's, that's pretty good. Pretty good indication. <laughs> in back to a full-fledged shield, or, uh, face turn. Uh, but yeah, uh, as Nakamura is coming out, it appears that uh, Orton's knee has been injured after Edge's assault, and the officials are trying to escort Orton to the back as he's limping on one of his legs. As Orton's being escorted to the back, number eight hits, and number eight is the return of a guy who spits in the face of those we don't want to be cool, <laughs> Carlito. <laughs> oh, right, right. The
0: apple. And he's in better shape than he was when he left. Oh, he looks incredible. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, he, he absolutely does look in, in the best shape of his life, which is like similar to how Rey Mysterio came back in 2018. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing short of impressive. But yeah, I was I was pretty pretty. So like when when the, yeah when the buzzer hit, I just heard like the oh. sound. the apple apple chomp and the spit and him going I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool (laughs) and yeah then his music starts up and I was like holy shit it's fucking early (laughs) like I haven't seen this guy in forever yeah he comes out and uh, yeah Orton's still trying to exit the arena and Xavier Woods enters at number nine goes right after Ali because they got their story going on on uh, Raw Big E then comes out at number ten and, um, we have to mention you,
0: New Day's Brody Lee gear.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, New Day. Really? Like, even though Kofi wasn't in the match, all three of them were rocking their own uh, custom made Brody Lee uh, inspired gear that they actually auctioned off after the Royal Rumble. And all the proceeds are going to go towards uh, the Huber family. Wow. Yeah. Never thought I'd see the day. Wow. You know, so, yeah, so like. Brody Lee's face appearing on all three of their attires is kind of uh, kind of like uh, Luke Harper's kind of <laughs> under, <laughs> or like I don't know, it's like a quiet return to WWE television in a way.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's good, that's good. I'm glad to see that.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah, it was a shame that Kofi wasn't able to be in the match, but... You know. Yeah, because he's still recovering from when he broke his jaw. Yeah, that's not anything you should really... Play with, especially when a big part of wrestling is taking shots to the face.
2: To the face, yeah. Uh. Like that
0: super. Oh, who took that wicked um super kick? Oh, that was Naomi who took one. Like didn't block it. Just oh yeah, during the women's turned level. into a turned into a foot. Just whoa. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounded pretty stiff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. There was no leg slap on that. That was all jaw.
1: That was all. That was all heel to jaw. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, props to Naomi for taking that like a champion, I suppose. Uh, hope she, I hope she's okay. But anyway, Biggie enters at number ten. Him and Xavier Woods work together to eliminate Sami Zayn. John Morrison's in at number eleven. Immediately goes after Shinsuke Nakamura, and I immediately marked out. I was like, <gasps> Morrison versus <for, laughs> Shinsuke. This could be an awesome match, but. Yeah. Of course, uh, I'll of course uh well either that's not going to happen or I'm going to have to wait a very long time. But anyway, they'll have to I'll wait
0: until they both leave and go to AEW or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, or back to New Japan or something. But Anyway, Ali eliminates Xavier Woods while Big E is trying to pull him back uh from the apron. Big E gets pissed off and he quickly turn uh uh turns uh and eliminates Mustafa Ali. Ricochet enters at number twelve, even though he lost a Royal Rumble qualifying match to AJ Styles the week before. So I don't even know why he's in the match. <laughs> probably for God. Yeah, probably they they needed a guy to fill in for Keith Lee because Keith Lee couldn't be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Elias enters at number thirteen and eliminates Carlito. Sad day. <laughs> uh, yeah, number fourteen was Damian Priest from NXT. Uh, making his Royal Rumble debut, he comes in and immediately eliminates Elias. Big pop.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, an update backstage reveals that Orton still has his knee being attended to, and he's yet to be officially eliminated from the match. Miz enters at number five. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: Okay. Yeah, I would. Yeah. That's where I'd be like, okay, this is where it gets overbooked. But okay, sorry. Go on.
1: Miz enters the number 15 and there's some bullshit that happens because him and uh Morrison were had a backstage confrontation with some guy named Bad Bunny who had performed earlier in the night uh a song called Booker T that was all in Latin and I didn't understand any of it and I guess this is <laughs> this is WWE's attempt at recreating the whole thing that AEW did with Snoop Dogg but whatever. So
2: okay, okay. Yeah,
1: so, I, uh, so the Miz, Miz, comes in and destroys uh, Bad Bunny's DJ equipment, and so, then Bad Bunny comes out to fight <laughs> the Miz. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry, I'm just hearing. I'm hearing you say Bad Bunny, and I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> oh just oh yeah,
0: he did his rap shit earlier in the night, oh, and when oh, he did that, yeah. we muted the TV. We're like, nope.
2: Oh, all right,
1: yeah. all right. He was, he was, He was performing his latest hit single called Booker T, and during the performance, Booker T was standing there pretty much motionless the entire time, and then when the song was over, Booker T just went, Can you dig it, sucker?
2: (laughs) Because the whole time he's thinking to himself, What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I better put this asshole over when it's over. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Bad Bunny comes out to fight the Miz, or to fight with the Miz, and then uh, Damian Priest uses this opportunity to eliminate both the Miz and Morrison. Following that, Bad Bunny then uh, jumps up to the top, gets in the ring, jumps up to the top turnbuckle, jumps off onto the Miz and Morrison. So, this is probably going to be a match at WrestleMania. It's probably going to be Booker T and Bad Bunny against Miz and Morrison. (laughs) Oh, God.
2: All, all right. right, all right. Yeah, uh, I can see it, yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Matt Riddle is number 16. He comes out. Daniel Bryan then enters at number 17. That Yay. was your... Yeah. yeah. After Daniel Bryan comes out, the number 18 entrant was Kane. Kane? Appearance, yeah. It's got to be Kane.
3: Search card. card.
1: Kane comes in eliminates eliminates... Uh, Eliminates Dolph Ziggler right off the hop. Soon after, he eliminates Ricochet as well, which it was kind of sad to see. But I didn't, I didn't think Ricochet was going to win anyway. So, well, at least he got to be in the match. After, <laughs> after Kane eliminates Ricochet, one of my like one of the more, more feel good moments of the match. Daniel Bryan and Kane look at each other from across the ring. They see each other, and Daniel Bryan goes,
2: "Kane." <laughs> it's good to see you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they hug each other, <laughs> and yeah, like this, the, that whole moment reminded me of that uh, that scene in Thor Ragnarok when Thor is in, ah. put into. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: <yes, laughs> yeah, it's my friend from work. Yeah, <laughs> and then the whole comes Yeah, he goes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes.
1: yes. Oh. <laughs> so that what reminded me of that when yeah, it's. <laughs> he just, Daniel Bryan just sounding so elated, like, it's good to see you. <laughs> I never saw Thor
0: Ragnarok, so I don't know what you guys are talking.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> well there's a scene in Thor Ragnarok where Thor gets put into like an Olympic or Olympian style fighting scenario. He gets kidnapped. And yeah. They yeah, so they, they make him fight. they make him fight like they, they make him fight like this big beast and like he hears he hears his opponent coming in and then his opponent crashes the wall. turns out it's the incredible Hulk. And then when the, when he sees that it's the Hulk Thor goes, yes. (laughs) So yeah, that, that whole interaction between Brian and Kane reminded me of that scene from right on, right right on. on.
2: (laughs) That put a smile on my face.
1: Yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. But, uh, yeah, after that, uh, yeah, they reconciled from their team hell no days. The two of them hug before Kane delivers a chokeslam to Daniel Bryan, and then Damian Priest stands up to Kane and directly. So Kane uh, Kane and uh, Damian Priest start duking out. And then soon after, Priest eliminates Kane. So uh, good on it for Damian Priest eliminating like the guy who has probably the most, the record number for the most Royal Rumble eliminations overall. Like, that's That's what you do with these guys. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, number 19 was uh, King Corbin or Baron Corbin, whatever the hell you want to call him. Doesn't really matter to me. Right. Yeah. He comes out. He eliminates Shinsuke Nakamura. Otis Dozovich, the big man. He comes in at number 20. He doesn't last very long because Corbin eliminates him pretty quickly when he was trying to do his little caterpillar move. But whatever his, I guess his uh, his time in the sun has come. He's won the he won Money in the Bank, lost it to the Miz, and they don't even really bring it up that he was ever Mister Money in the Bank anymore. So maybe uh-huh. he who knows. <laughs> but kind of keeping it quiet. But whatever, Otis Otis came and went, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Dominic Dominic Mysterio was number twenty one. Oh God. Him. Oh, God. No,
0: no, I'm saying, oh, God, because Bad Bunny's on Raw right now. Like, stop.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: That's <laughs> the one Raw. spoiler I'll say, because it's the one we don't give a shit about.
1: Oh, stop watching Raw while we're doing the podcast. Come on.
0: <laughs> it showed up on Facebook when I went to check Facebook, okay?
1: <laughs> anyway, Dominic Mysterio enters the number 21. He eliminates Baron Corbin, which I was pretty happy about. And Dominic looked pretty happy about, too. Uh, Bobby Lashley was number 22, quickly eliminates Myster- or Dominic Mysterio. And when I say eliminates, he fucking threw him over that fucking top rope. <laughs> like, not even joking. And then... He okay. basically okay.
0: threw him as high as he could and was just like, you're going that way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you think maybe that was kind of, like, intentional? Like, sometimes... Uh- You know, sometimes, yeah, the veterans can be a little rough on the rookies. Like, if they feel like the rooks don't deserve, you know, what they might be getting. And sometimes veterans in the past have taken liberties, you know, with, with people and all that. You think maybe, maybe that's what that could have been?
1: Could have been. But, yeah, it could also be that they're just pushing Lashley pretty hard right now as this powerhouse. And they just wanted to demonstrates how strong he is with a, with a smaller guy, but I don't know. Hard to really say. I haven't heard any reports. that Dominic was injured from it. So well, that's good. I guess. Yeah. I guess he pulled the spot off pretty well. So yeah, after that, uh, yeah, Lashley eliminates Mysterio or Dominic Mysterio. And then he eliminates Damien Priest after that, which I was kind of peeved about. Cause I thought Damien Priest was going to have some more impressive eliminations in this match. Mm-hmm. After that, Lashley and Big E then have a stare down in the ring. It's the the two big Hoss men, two big slabs of beef. It's the <laughs> United States champion and the Intercontinental champion <laughs> facing off. So they start having a big, uh, big slap fest and trying to, try to take the other guy down. And then who comes out at number 23? Stand back. There's a hurricane.
2: Coming. Oh, God. <laughs> okay all right sure yep. okay isn't isn't uh isn't he like an agent or something yeah, yeah. there sure so okay
0: yeah because remember they signed him to aew and then he showed up at that pay-per-view and then a week after they were like wait why did we let him go he's jumping to the the competition and then they hired him back
1: Are they? yeah i don't think he signed with aew he just made that one-off appearance in the that that one pay per view because yeah he was furloughed at the time and from WWE. Like, uh, this uh,
3: is my
0: show.
1: Yeah, he
0: choked on Jim Cornette. That was
1: funny. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah. Vince saw that Hurricane Hell Or the Hurricane was on another show, and he was like, "No, give me that. It's mine." <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah,
2: I can see that. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: but uh. Yeah, Hurricane tries to take out both Big E and Lashley with choke slams, but obviously that doesn't work out too well for him, and he's he's swiftly eliminated by both of them. And he landed
0: so, directly on his asshole.
1: Yeah. So I, I hope he's okay, but wow. he's, I started
0: laughing, and then I was just like, <laughs> he broke his asshole.
1: Yeah, and then yeah, this morning on Twitter, I think uh, I think uh, Helms actually tweeted. <laughs> tweeted. I need to rethink my strategy.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. When but, you tried to use the same strategy in the O two Rumble by trying to choke slam Austin and Triple H, and they both looked at each other like, "What's this yeah. guy doing?" And then just just <laughs> launched
1: them. <laughs> yeah. After that, number twenty four entrance was Christian. Big surprise. Yeah, so
2: got, that's that's something to mark out for. Like that's yeah. something to get excited about.
1: But yeah cuz like when when Christian was put in that impromptu match uh last year on Raw with uh Randy Orton they're like oh this is his first match in 6 years he's not even cleared to compete which he wasn't to be fair at the time and then they kind of turned that match into an angle where like Orton punt kicked him and then took him out and then it was never actually a match but then when it, when his music hit and he actually came out like in his old tights and like did the did the whole like looking for his peeps pose where he's like ah uh, right yeah, <laughs> i can't see his- the
0: ring who's in it yeah
1: yeah so <laughs> like, i'm looking for my peeps they're all on the screens okay <laughs> but yeah now of course when when christian was coming out edge who is still in the match by the way at number one <laughs> he uh <laughs> they shows edges reaction to christian coming out and like yeah he's looking all emotional similar to how he did last year when he came out but and just the way
0: Edge pulled that one off, it's like, did he know?
1: Yeah, that's a good question, actually. I guess, well, maybe he did, but they'll never tell us that he did. They'll like, any official WWE source will just tell us, oh, no, he had no idea.
0: <laughs> or if he didn't know, Edge would have went out for number one, and then they snuck Christian in.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, they snuck him in and be like, okay, <laughs> this, this is going to be great. <laughs>
0: They still should yeah. have for people, in my opinion, though, because that pop would have been as big as Edge's return last year.
1: Yeah, probably. Oh, well. The well, way of the world is the way of the world. Yeah. <laughs> We're lucky to have a Royal Rumble to be talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Anyway. Christian comes down the ramp. Bobby Lashley is ganged up by a bunch of people to be eliminated because, I guess, he's the big man in the Rumble now, like the – the big Haas guy that everyone's trying to eliminate or that everyone has to team up on. So four different guys team up on him. And then Christian kind of pulls the top rope down as he's coming down to the ring. And then Lashley spills over. Edge and Christian reunite in the ring with a big hug and everybody's happy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I would have been. Philip was even looking at the hug and he's like, just kind of looking at them both with the big ass grin on his face. Probably smoked half a joint before he came out there. Too. Oh, no doubt. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Riddle tries to get into the middle of it, and then Edge and Christian work together to deliver some double-team moves to him. After that, AJ Styles comes out at number 25. Uh, Rey Mysterio comes out at number 26. Big E gets taken out of the match by surprise by AJ Styles' manager, Omos, because he reaches over the top rope and physically drags him over the top rope and eliminates him. Uh uh, After that, I was like, ah, come on. So, yeah, so my pick was out so yeah, uh, but, yeah. So my, my whole prediction just went out the window. Not only did Biggie not lose the Intercontinental Title to Apollo Cruz at the hands of Roman Reigns, but he didn't even win the Royal Rumble itself. <laughs> but um, it, it was it was a nice bit of fantasy booking on my part. But yeah, didn't of course didn't come to fruition. Plans changed, you know, or whatever Dave Meltzer likes to say <laughs> in, in his wrestling <laughs> report. But anyway. Yeah, after that, uh, Sheamus comes out at number twenty-seven. Lucky number twenty-seven, the most winning number in the Royal Rumble, by the way. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot. Of, some people have said that the Royal Rumble is a status a statisticians WrestleMania.
2: <laughs> I can yeah. see
1: that. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, the Royal Rumble is all about stats. <laughs> yeah, Sheamus and AJ uh, are quickly eliminated. Pretty or uh, uh, no, I guess I forgot about the whole thing about Cesaro coming out and the bar reunion. Yeah, the bar the bar had a little quick uh, reunion, but then yeah, uh, Cesaro turned that into uh, a – or God, Seamus in the Cesaro swing. That was great. Yeah. He trips yeah.
0: him. He grabs him by the legs. And Seamus is like, yeah. what are you doing? And then Cesaro laughs and goes, every man for himself, picks him up and starts <laughs> to spin him.
1: Yeah, and then after, after Cesaro was done spinning the uh, – spinning Sheamus. He actually spun Daniel Bryan for like, I think, I think that must have been his longest spin he's ever done. Uh, Nope. It seemed like it. No it, seemed
0: like it he spun a dude a hundred
1: times. Oh, okay. Well, maybe his one in WWE. I don't know. I don't know. Either way. It, like well, The hmm. fact that Daniel Bryan was even doing that, I thought it was like, oh, he was holding the back of his head the entire time. Yeah, like I was like, oh, that's
2: got to <laughs> fuck with the head, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, like please don't land on your head, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: But yeah, uh, <coughs> yeah, yeah. After after Sheamus and AJ Styles are quickly eliminated, uh, uh, Braun Strowman has come into the ring as the final entrant, number thirty at this point, <laughs> and leaves. Uh, this leaves us with seven competitors overall, being Edge, Daniel Bryan, Christian, Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, Seth Rollins made his return too. Twenty nine. Yeah, number twenty nine was Rollins, still still returning as the uh, as the Messiah. I should I should add. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so it was Edge Edge, Daniel Bryan, Christian, Seth Rollins, Riddle, and Braun Strowman, and I guess Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah, off, off uh, in the trainers room. Uh, after Daniel Bryan and Riddle, they kind of have a one-on-one thing going on. I kind of want to see that match now, <laughs> but they're on different brands, so maybe not. All right. Uh, Seth Rollins takes advantage of this and eliminates Daniel Bryan, so that's your guy out. <laughs>
3: mm. boo, boo. As soon as that
1: happened, I texted Matt. I'm like, well, you won.
3: <laughs> yeah, I
1: won. That, that was the moment. So, like, I wanted Daniel Bryan to kind of win because he was like the sympathetic uh, winner, but like, as I was like torn, like when he got eliminated, I was like, Do I cheer? Do I boo? Like, <laughs> I mean, he you, messes you know, the chat. I'm the
2: champion. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, well, so I, that's just it. You know, you're cheering for one, but you're betting on the other. Like, it's yeah, all sure. part of it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, uh, yeah,
1: so Rollins eliminates Brian, and then uh, Riddle and Rollins actually fight it out uh, for a little while because. I was actually surprised that they even interacted because there's been a lot of reports that these two do not like each other whatsoever backstage because someone talks shit about the other and that didn't sit well with, uh, Rollins. So yeah, apparently there was some real life heat between the two of them, but I mean, it looks like they have pretty good in ring chemistry based on their interaction. But again, oh, a shame mm-hmm. yeah, again, no, a shame they're on different brands, but, uh, yeah, during <laughs> during this whole spat, they have like Rollins gets like put out to the apron, but then stupidly enough, Riddle jumps over the top rope onto the apron to fight with to fight with uh, Rollins. Strowman hits uh, Riddle in the back, and then so he kind of goes down to his knees on the apron. Rollins gives him a stomp, so Riddle's out. <laughs> yeah, Riddle's <laughs> so this leaves. The- <laughs> The final four in this Royal Rumble were Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Edge, and Christian. Ah, right. So Rollins and Strowman are on one side of the ring. Edge and Christian are on the other side of the ring. Rollins tries to appeal to Strowman, being like, "Hey, we're the new, we're the new guard. We're the new generation. We can take these guys out." But Strowman, of course, is having none of it. <laughs> and yeah, I, I was, I was kind of hoping that Strowman would, like, grab, or he did grab him, but I was hoping he would, like, yell something in his face, like he tends to do. But, like, Mm -hmm. I was hoping he would, like, grab him and be like, I don't need anybody's help! (laughs) Chuck him over the top rope, but unfortunately, that didn't happen. But, uh, yeah, anyway, he, yes, Strowman takes or knocks down uh, Rollins, Edge, and Christian both uh, take on Strowman, but uh, the uh, the two of them struggle to really land any defensive move on Strowman because, you know, you know, Strowman's the big beefy meat castle. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Edge nearly pulls Strowman over to the outside of the ring, very similar to how uh, Chris Benoit eliminated the big show in the Royal Rumble that he ended up winning. But uh, he's pull, he's trying to pull Strowman over to the, the ring, and then Christian comes from behind to grab Strowman's legs. Using this, Seth Rollins then eliminates both Strowman and Christian at the same time. So mm. to Edge and and Rollins, Edge ends up throwing Rollins over the top rope. Thinks he wins, then Orton comes out. Orton comes back after not being in this match for what seemed like forever. I guess yeah, because 57 he was seven minutes. Yeah, fifty-seven minutes. Orton comes back, hits Edge with the RKO. Picks Edge up, goes to throw him over the top rope, but Edge reverses the momentum and ends up throwing Orton over the top. And then with that, Edge is the winner of the 2021 Royal Rumble.
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah, that really, uh, hindsight, shouldn't have been a surprise. Like, I had the idea, okay, they need, like, okay, the day and age, like, the Royal Rumble is now to set up WrestleMania. Yeah. Okay, so you can, you can, you know, you could practically predict, okay, they need a big WrestleMania match. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, here's this big name who they're really pushing and all that against, you know, a ring full of guys they're not pushing as much. You could, you know, make the educated guess, you know, as to who would have the best shot at winning this. When there was no title match okay prize yeah. like if that's when it could be any anything goes like those first couple royal rumbles like i never had john stud in the first one who 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 is really who had who you know yeah. but like you know yeah, like, I, I thought jim
1: duggan not to, never got to me that
2: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that's
2: right like this yeah. is also, so now,
0: Edge winning the Rumble—he was the third person to win it at number one.
1: Yeah, we'll never mentioned who the second person
2: was ever. Flair did it. Edge did it. Nope, no. no, 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 no. Flair was third. Yeah. and yeah.
0: It was Shawn Michaels. Um, then Chris Edge. Benoit.
2: Uh, Yeah, Benoit. The name, the name that shall not be said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they
1: uh, okay. they'll, they'll they'll never mention who the second. Well, they always say like two men have won the Royal Rumble from the number one position, and one of them was Shawn Michaels. So I'm just like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh?
2: I got a shiny new quarter for the one that says the c word. Yeah,
0: it was Shawn Michaels, and
1: Edge. Yeah, my Ray Mysterio won from the number two position, which, let's be honest, is exactly the same thing. But pretty pretty (laughs) much, they just didn't give. They didn't want to give that one to Ray. I suppose they wanted him to win the Royal Rumble, but not give him that prestigious Mm -hmm. one from the first. And
0: Edge lasted fifty-eight minutes and twenty-eight seconds.
1: At forty-seven
2: years old. Wow! Well, good on him. People giving these
0: part-timers shit. I mean, yeah, Goldberg. His matches are two minutes. Lesnar. His matches are. 5 minutes if that also but Edge's matches have been 35 minutes, 47 minutes and 58 minutes.
2: Yeah, 47. Right. But uh, when you sorry, when you see a performance like what Edge put in and all that and like just like he's he's giving it his all. Yeah, he's still a part-timer, but he's not dogging it, you know what I mean? So no. are you a little more forgiving? You know, because we're very critical about the part-timers coming in and taking a spot. Yeah, but this
1: time around, like, I feel like Edge really, like, considering that he retired as World Heavyweight Champion, and then he, like, fought for almost a decade to get back to what he loves to do. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, he suffers another injury. He's out for seven months, but then he comes back, comes back and wins the Royal Rumble for number one to go to WrestleMania. Now the big question is who does he challenge? Uh, is I was challenge- just
2: about I was yeah. going to ask that. How how do they decide this?
0: The rumor mill's going around today, and I don't like it.
2: Okay, no, well what's what's the storyline? Who is Edge supposed to? Well, there, he's I, on RAW, so
0: yeah, he's on RAW. I'd love to see Edge McIntyre. Yeah, but like every wrestling Facebook page that I'm a part of is saying it's going to be Edge and Roman Reigns.
1: Well, actually, I would rather see Edge and Roman Reigns from from a storyline perspective. Spear versus Spear? Yeah, well, yeah, but also because, like, like, Ed, I don't know, I, I associated Edge with SmackDown back in the day, so I wouldn't mind seeing Edge return to the blue brand and, like, try to take down the ultimate heel, whether he does or not. I don't know, but... Mhm. like I'm not like a face versus face main event at WrestleMania just doesn't have that same uh zazz to it as like the right ultimate, right a guy a guy climbing up from the bottom to get back to the top again to to take down the ultimate heel on <laughs> on the blue brand. Right.
2: So, right. Oh, I, oh, I get that. A cool, yeah. Yeah. That's much yeah. better um, story to tell. About. Then who Okay, I guess the elimination chamber will decide McIntyre's yeah, challenger
1: whoever's, or whoever's. Yeah, I guess they'll 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 determine pretty quickly. I, I assume who who Edge is going to be facing if they haven't already on Raw, but uh, they did not.
2: No. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm um, I'm assuming they still will. Like in the next at couple some days. point. Yeah, yeah, they 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 have they have to make it part of the show. Mm-hmm. In some way shape or form.
1: Yeah, they'll either have like a number one contender's uh elimination chamber match or they'll have a an elim- elimination chamber match for the universal title or WWE title and whoever it comes down to, I guess like I I I can't see the title changing hands, but mm-hmm. I've been surprised before. <laughs> but uh yeah, I guess we'll we'll have to see. Like, it's it really could go either either way. But my, I'm hopeful for Edge versus Roman. And yeah, yeah, I kind of want to see that too. Yeah, but as far as your question of like, am I cool with it with Edge winning? Yeah, at at, at the moment, I am. Yeah, because. I'm just enjoying the storyline perspective of it, and I know like we were all, or some of us were hoping Daniel Bryan because they said he's on his last run and all that. But who knows how long his last run could last? You know, <laughs> like yeah, he, yeah, he could very well win the next
2: year's WrestleMania. I or see, a
1: sorry, after. He's retired
2: the last twenty years. Yeah. So I, you know. But yeah, yeah.
1: Brian Brian could very well still win a Royal Rumble. He's not. He never said 2021 was going to be his last year. He just said this is his last run. So, okay. Uh, right. Let, let's go with that. Let's still hold out that Daniel Bryan will win a Royal Rumble.
2: <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Not going to pick him yet. Let's see how we get a little further down the line. So, what do you guys say? Horns up, horns down, horns in the middle for this year's Royal Rumble. Horns up, up. Yeah, you know what? It sounds like it sounded like it was a pretty decent card. I was actually—it's like okay. Unfortunately, I was a, uh, unable to join you guys, but then I thought, well, it is actually on straight out pay per view, so I had a quick look. Fifty-five dollars. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> not. Maybe maybe not to give to Vince. No, it's okay. It's okay. Why not? right not? Why- well, we also had a
0: friday night thing that you watched
2: a lot of <laughs> uh, i did i did i was just about to say before we get into some more edge there was a really cool um other event that i we i, I hope we all caught as much as we could but um game changer wrestling had a very special event a 24 hour live stream basically a 24 our show, and I thought, wow, you know, this is uh, pretty innovative. But Ducky, this is your territory. Maybe give, you know, the whys and wherefores and everything behind this.
0: Uh, they decided to throw on a twenty-four hour show, I believe, just because one, it had never been done before, mm-hmm. and two, to raise some money for the the wrestlers who haven't really been working through this quarantine. Right. Crap that's going on.
2: Through the and Carino, yeah.
0: Through the, through the Carino, yes. <laughs> and it was great. I watched as much as I could. And when they, when the, re- like, it's still on Fight TV, so I'm going to have to go on it and watch the rest of it. Right. And there were some good matches on the show. It's like Ricky Morton and his kid wrestled Ricky Shane Page and Atticus Kogar. That was good. Mm-hmm. Or hit a Canadian destroyer, which he always does now.
2: <laughs> you betcha.
0: And there was a promo, a uh, forty-four-zero promo with Eric Bischoff in the beginning. It was like, how much do they have to pay Bischoff?
2: Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was like, wow, look at this.
0: And what was cool was the forty-four-zero block on the show was sponsored by none other than the shining wizards network
2: Da-da-da-da. yeah yeah to hear our good buddy tony so know, that was cool talking like, that, yeah tuning
0: into that and then the screen goes black so like we're gonna go to commercial real quick and then it's like this one sponsored by the shining wizards network and i was like what the fuck <laughs>
3: nice again yeah. this is what-
0: Two in the morning, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Am I hearing this correctly?
1: Yeah, it's like you have to do a double take.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then I messaged the chat and I was like, boys, boys.
2: <laughs> yeah. So how much was raised? Do we have the numbers handy? Uh I
0: mad. do you still have the number saved?
1: Uh it was somewhere around like
0: fifty-four thousand-ish?
1: Oh, yeah. Wow around there yeah
2: it was like 50 yeah 54 grand give or or take a few hundred right (laughs) right and that was divided up with everyone that was on the card the card vince the card all Mm -hmm.
0: 120 wrestlers
2: yeah i think every
1: everybody at the end of the day got 450 bucks excellent
2: excellent Right on, right on, and some, some, some definitely um, put their time in. Um, <laughs> the Blake Christian,
0: uh, Leo Rush, two out of three falls match, is great.
2: And that's what started it, right? Yeah, that opened the show. Wow, wow, that's that's pretty tough to call. Although I think Jordan Oliver and ah, what's his first name? Deb Depp, Deppen from <laughs> Tony Deppin. Tony, Tony, Tony Deppin from I know him from Ring of Honor. Okay, but I imagine he's predominantly an indie guy yeah they they had an Iron Man match, okay, and then Oliver said, "I'm not even tired yet. you want to have an like an hour long Iron Man match to which he successfully defended the this sinistry title? I believe it's called." And um he said, "Well, no, I'm not even tired. you want to go again basically <laughs> and they had they had a second hour long Iron Man match, which unfortunately i didn't I didn't get through, but hats hats off to them for that like that was that's absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah, I can only imagine how much their muscles must have been burning and like seizing up oh, not, not, only, not only by the end but by the first hour <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: They're probably still on their couches today.
2: Oh, no just doubt. Ice. No, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Just it's just every everyone involved with that definitely earns earned their keep. And I wanna say horns up to anyone okay, any fan, okay, that managed to watch from seven PM our time Friday all the way till seven PM Saturday cuz i don't know like, i love my indie pro wrestling and all that but i i i, I couldn't do it i couldn't watch Robin 24, hours, 24 hours 24 yeah. hours <laughs> are <laughs> you still <laughs> watching wrestling yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, i just <laughs> like, i just couldn't do it i sorry i can't i can't get through a 7 hour wrestlemania never mind 24 yeah, hours never mind 24 hours so i was i was basically in and out you know, catching as much as I could, you know, but yeah, probably not something like this as a teenager. I just would have marked out just incredibly for and I'm sure I would have watched all 24 hours and drank a case of beer and a bottle of whiskey and all that all throughout <laughs> because you can do shit like that when you're 18, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a hell of a lot it's a hell of a lot easier for me I really marked out I really got excited for um, one of the ads of course we're big uh, extreme music fans as well and one um, one of the record labels that I deal with over at Radioactive Metal is Horror Pain Gore Productions oh yeah and they were one of the sponsors, of course. Shellac, their <laughs> their death match guy, is actually a recording artist with uh with with horror pain gore death, which I guess that's why that's why Mike Mike Giuliano, the head honcho there, you know, was stoked to uh to sponsor that. So when I saw, you know, the ad. For horror pain and for Shellac's record and all that, it's like yes, <laughs> yes, yes, okay, this is what I wanted to see. And like, I just, the, I just would have been crushed if I didn't.
0: And like, the last block too was sponsored by like Appalachian Noise Records too. It was
2: like great. So that yeah. was You see. There's such a such a strong strong connection. That's that's why this show exists between. Between pro wrestling and aggressive music, Matt, did you catch any of this?
1: I I unfortunately did not because I had to work uh, pretty early Saturday morning. <laughs> so, right. yeah, yeah, I, 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 not, I, I had to go to bed pretty early Friday night and had to get up early Saturday morning and worked until like four o'clock in the afternoon. And yeah, <laughs> yeah when I got did. home, I pretty much crashed, so I didn't have. Yeah, I didn't have any time to watch it, unfortunately. I wish I could well,
0: It will all be on YouTube soon, and it's still on Fight TV for free. So
2: uh-huh. Okay, right on. Okay, dude, well, what do you say from what you saw and just everything in general? Horns up, horns down, horns in the middle? Horns up. For sure, for El sure.
0: Dronco versus Eddie only was amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it was, a good, it was a good weekend for pro wrestling slash sports entertainment all around. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it seems yep. it seems that way. Excellent, excellent. Oh,
0: another quick thing to add to this podcast, John Moxley showed up in New Japan for wrestling.
1: Oh three.
2: yeah. Oh, Got okay.
1: It. Him and him and Kenta are gonna be facing each other. Yep. Yeah. Uh for for what? Like for what a US title. Yeah.
2: Oh okay. Yeah, because Moxley's still a US champion in uh, New Japan. Okay, how are they doing things in Japan? Well, right. it's not right in Japan.
0: Japan. They have oh. a U.S. Uh, place. Affiliate? Affiliate, yeah, where they're. Because they flew Kenta in and then quarantined him for a few weeks, of course. Right. And now Kenta's down here. And then on the 26th, they're having Moxley versus Kenta.
2: For which league? For which? New Japan. Ah, okay, I get it. I get it. All right. Yeah. All right. It's just the match the card is over here. It's in yeah. North it's in North America, but it's a New Japan card. Okay. Yeah. Right on, right on. Will that be available pay per view or from the flight? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. no idea. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Some, something to look into. Yeah, for sure. I said that on the top of the hop that this program was going to be very edgy. No, we're not really going to be making any radical or controversial statements. <laughs> well, it all depends on how many more drinks I have, okay? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it might it it might end up that that way, but this time, when I say very edgy, it just has to do with um a lot of edge content. And I thought winning the Royal Rumble and just being a good Canadian boy, you know, mm-hmm. that is, it's just it's a good opportunity to maybe dedicate this episode's turnbuckle talk to one Adam Copeland, Mr. Edge himself. So I thought maybe we'd switch gears now and talk a little Edge. Of course, obviously, we're all we're all fans. Yeah, like uh, all through as critical as I've always been about the WWF and all that. There's always been some high spots that I've really enjoyed and pretty much whatever Edge has done, you know, it's something I could always get behind. So I guess, yeah, it was a, it was safe to say And when he came back, was it the Rumble last year? hmm. Yes. When we yeah. all turned
0: into little kids again. When we
2: when we all kind of, he Ed just showed up. No one was expecting it. I don't think any of us heard any internet crap and all that.
0: Well, what it's, got us is when Beth Phoenix showed up in the woman Rumble last year and we're like, wait a minute.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> this guy yeah, has to be some affiliation there. <laughs> yeah, hmm. There it may Like, be. wait, he's married
0: to, hmm. Hmm. <laughs>
1: Well, you heard the yeah. The rumors were actually like running rampant uh, all oh, weekend, okay. and I'm sure there's like one or two people that might have seen Edge <laughs> like in in the city. I forget which city it was in. Was it Phoenix? Probably Phoenix. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember, <laughs> or where, wherever Minute Maid Stadium is, oh, or Park. <laughs> I I don't honestly I, I honestly
2: don't remember, but uh, either right. way, yeah. yeah last year he made his debut yeah and we all got we all got very excited yeah when the when the the buzzer counted down and hit the everyone did the
1: (laughs) thing (laughs) a few seconds of silence and then all of a sudden you think you know
2: me (laughs) me.
0: (gasps) if if we would have had the pizza on our laps at that point it would have been all over your carpet would have been
2: all over the floor that's it yeah Definitely, definitely. We would have
0: owed you and we would have had to buy you a new carpet.
2: <laughs> uh, well it would have been a rug. It would've been there you go.
1: So it would have been a lot cheaper than new carpeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think we
0: had just put our pieces of pizza on the coffee table and then Edge came out and then we all like stood up and jumped and it was just like yeah. we would have had pizza in our laps.
1: Yeah. <laughs> floor on our feet. <laughs> yep. The floor would have gotten a piece of pizza.
2: Yeah. Do um, you guys remember when you first discovered Edge?
1: Yes, like, brood. I, Yeah, <laughs> when he, yeah. When he was a member of the Brood, like yeah, it Was like I mean, when I started watching wrestling, the yeah, they had Edge and Edge had already aligned himself with uh, with Gangrel, and then Christian had already made his debut, and yeah, they were all already all the three of them were coming out in the in the raising up
2: through the circle of fire.
0: Still
2: right. that oh, right. ever in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Gangrel was drinking drinks the blood out of the goblet, I believe, as yeah. well. Very metal. Very metal.
1: Very metal. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah, like that was that was my first uh my first memory of Edge. She's just part of a a vampire cult, essentially. <laughs>
2: Yeah, same same with you, Ducky. It was the
1: mm-hmm. Brood. Yeah, it was
2: the Brood. Right on, right on. That 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 actually there was a that, that was a, at a time like there was there was a lot of factions. Mm-hmm. You know, there was the Brood, and then you later on there was the the Ministry, and you had the uh, the that's Nation of Domination broke up. Wrestling? Sorry, that's when Vince
3: liked tag
0: team wrestling.
2: Yeah, yeah. And they had like Did eight eight hundred million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember the Brood quite well. But before, before that, he started making his way into the WWF as as the Enigma. They were calling him at first. Where they were doing these wicked um, uh, vignettes. It, he was. He, you, you you just saw him running around the streets of Toronto. They were they were filming. It had. It was just this big guy with long blonde hair running around the streets. And, and the whole thing is, who is this guy? You know, it's like this modern day superhero yeah. and all that. No one quite knew he, who he was. And, you know, they debuted him as, you know, the Enigmatic Edge. OK, it's like, OK, great. But then that didn't really last long before you know it. It's the brood. He's part of the brood and it's all that. It's like, well, what what happened to the big push that he was getting over here? Like, did they not have any faith in that? Did they? No. Because it
1: took a while for him to, like, shake that off. (laughs) I guess so. After the brood kind of dissolved. But, but, uh, Uh, like, unfortunately, he did go on to have, like, a... Like a star-studded
2: career with many accolades. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. But before there was a brood, before there was an enigma, there was an Adam Impact. Oh, yeah? <laughs> right up here in Winnipeg's IWA Pro Wrestling, Adam Impact spent you know quite, quite a while in the Canadian Indies. And all that—that that is when that—that that was my first introduction to uh, well, Edge, but he was then known as Adam Impact, and even even then, like you could see the potential that the guy had. Like, yeah, you could probably make a case of, well, there's 800 million guys like this on on the indies and all that, but I think I I I I definitely saw the potential. I definitely saw the potential. Did right. you guys ever see Edge live?
1: Yes. Twice. I saw him once in 1999 at the Winnipeg Arena. Right. part a uh, live house show. Uh, I forget. I, I know it was like a triple threat tag team match. It was Edge and Christian, and they had just broken off from the brood at this point. Oh, okay. Um, The Hardy Boys was the other team. I don't remember... Oh, no. And the Acolytes were the third team. That's who it was. Uh Ah. Yeah. And then, yeah. I remember during the match, Gangrel actually came out and DDT'd Edge in the middle of the ring while the referee was distracted. And I can't remember whether it was the Hardys or the the Acolytes that got the win. But yeah, it was definitely Edge that took the pinfall in in that situation. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. And the second time I saw him was... uh, Eleven years later, I saw them at the MTS Center when WWE. Oh, yeah, WWE came back in 2010. Well, they they'd come back many times since then, but right. Uh, but the Edge was wrestling in a a tag team match. It was him and Rey Mysterio against uh, Jack Swagger, now known as Jake Hager, and Alberto Del Rio. But we don't. Oh yeah, hmm. oh yeah, it
0: was at that yep. one. I couldn't really remember. Yeah. With
1: the and, amount of shit uh, we go to is just yeah, it's, it all blends <laughs> together at some point. Yep. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Before that match got underway, like because at this point, like Jack uh, Jack Swagger was doing the All American American gimmick, right? Edge was like poking fun at him for that. He's like, "You call yourself an All American American? Well, let's see how you how, how you uh, stand up against this All Canadian Canadian this." <laughs> this all-Mexican-Mexican Mexican, and he points at uh, Del Rio and goes, and, well, whatever the hell you are.
2: <laughs> yeah, you could kind of get away with stuff on house shows. Yeah. You know, you could say stuff you might not necessarily can say on TV. I'm not saying that's, I'm not saying it to be anything ha, ha, edgy or controversial or, or anything like that, but you can just kind of Kinda, sorta, break character a little, you know. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Edge ever made any reference to being Canadian on TV. Did he? Unless Have you was, ever heard him? Maybe, no. yeah, like, like to the point of like the way Bret Hart did. No,
1: never, never. That was that was definitely done for like some fan service, just for the the house show crowd, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Definitely. Okay. Sorry. After the match was over, Edge like thanked the 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 audience for coming to the show. It wasn't the end of the show, but he still thanked like he was like the Canadian guy on the show that was thanking every everybody for coming out and supporting Canadian wrestling. And yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. (laughs) Jer Jericho had done that the year before when WWE was here. So
0: Oh yeah, when he took eight. FUs from Cena.
3: Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, like, you're
0: not gonna beat me with one bitch. No
2: one, room. yeah. You gotta hit me with eight in Winnipeg. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's uh it's uh, I think it's always cool when they have like a Canadian wrestler like thank specifically thank the Canadian crowd for, or for supporting Canadian wrestling.
2: Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. For sure, I totally get that. What about you, dude? How many times? Okay, you saw him once for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. just that one time then.
2: Oh, okay. 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 Right on. Myself? Okay. Um, I've never seen Edge live because I just I stopped going to the WWF, you know, long before Edge was really a thing. I have seen Adam Impact. Okay. I, I watched Adam Impact wrestle a tag team match. I can't remember the opponents, but he was oh actually it might have been Jerry Morrow and someone else, but he was teaming with Chi Chi Cruz, a really cool, cool indie guy from Winnipeg here. And it was in a parking lot. Oh, on. OK, this doesn't really help people um, that don't come from Winnipeg. But what is now the McPhillips street station around that area, oh, okay, okay, which is the is the casino beside it, there was all those clubs, nightclubs and beer vendors and all that there was they i think i you know it was it had to have been the i w a they put on a freebie card they just set up a ring in the middle of this parking lot it was a freebie and Adam Impact, you know, was a IWA mainstay at the time, and uh, yeah, he was on the card. The one and only time I ever saw any incarnation of Adam Copeland. The main event to that one was um, Lance Storm versus who we now know strictly as Don Callis. He was okay. known as he was known as the Natural back then. Just back the Natural. Yeah, it was just just the natural. Huh. Yeah, yeah, and that, that was kind of the main event. That was a lot of fun. And it was just down the road. I just said to the wife, going for a walk, see you later, because I knew this isn't something that she was going to want to go to or anything. See you later. Went and watched this free wrestling match down the road from my house. Can't argue with that. No. Can't argue with that. And then, you know, from there, Don Callis is who he is. You know, Lance Storm went on to a great career. Edge... You know, can't can't argue with that. What were you guys kind of got some uh, standout edge moments throughout his career? Like what really stands out? Oh, uh, I think what really propelled him uh, to
1: be the superstar that he was was when he actually ended up winning the King of the Ring tournament in two thousand one. I think it was. Okay. Yeah, and he. Like, he'd already been Intercontinental champion and multiple-time tag team champions with uh, Christian. Right. By right. that point. Yeah, but they had broken up, and he... Yeah, he ended up winning the King of the Ring tournament, and that really kind of, yeah, escalated him into that more... Uh, or that or was like the beginning of him kind of going into that. But it, it really didn't take off until... Uh, I think it was... 2005, when he actually won the uh, very first Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Yes, and uh, from there he held that brief. Like, like going into the match, they they clearly stated that it was like, yeah, whoever wins the Money in the Bank ladder match gets a world title shot at whenever they choose. And like saying whenever they choose, I just don't naturally assumes like, okay, they then that means they get to pick. That I want to face this champion at this show, or I want to face like them on an episode of Raw or SmackDown or whatever. But mm-hmm. I didn't. Come, like, the, the whole concept of it being whenever they choose didn't really kick in until he actually cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase.
2: Like when he
1: did, the way he did, and it worked
2: so well.
1: Yeah, John Cena.
2: Amazing. Just,
1: John Cena just finishes defending. His WWE title in an elimination chamber match. He's wearing the crimson mask, <laughs> and Vince McMahon comes out and announces, "This individual is cashing in." And then Edge comes out, hands Vince the briefcase, runs down, hits a couple spears, pins, and wins his first world title of what would mm-hmm. be uh, four four WWE championships he would win over his career, and seven world heavyweight titles.
0: And apparently the only one that thought that cash-in was a good idea at the time was Vince.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. he was right. He was right. It was perfect. It was mm-hmm. perfect, and they've they've tried to emulate that you know, many times throughout the years, but I don't know. Like Lightning hasn't struck twice. That was an absolutely amazing moment. You really didn't see it coming, because I actually... I agree with you, Matt, when you said, oh, okay... At a time to be named later, well, okay, well, yeah, I want to meet you in my hometown during the survivor series or whatever you're yeah. you're right you're right, so to do that is was a stroke of genius yeah, and, only, well, hearing that Vince McMahon was actually behind that that's kind yeah. of shocking <laughs> that's kind of shocking, yeah well, well I mean okay, this was about twenty years yeah. ago, right, so I've uh, uh, had his fa- faculties yeah uh, fifteen years ago. But uh I mean even a
1: broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right on dude. What what about you? What what about you ducky? Could you guy kinda look like, like an edge moment?
0: Uh I really liked his hardcore match with Foley.
1: Oh yeah that WrestleMania. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. But and then was,
0: all, the, all the TLC matches were good. The first tag team ladder match with the Hardys were good.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. no Marquis. The, the whole three-way. Matt, the Hardys, Edge and Christian, and the Dudleys. Yeah. Like they the had first Ed triangle
0: Marvel. ladder match at WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: And even if all three of them weren't competing, anytime, any time any you know any number of these two teams got g- got together okay in any sort of match you knew it was going to be lit like you yeah. you knew okay this is going using to be the, so using
0: the using the
2: kids term snowy lit i guess so i guess so <laughs> you knew it was going to be you know the A or yeah <laughs> it was it was going to be the thing to watch it was going to be the show stealer and and it was it was those were the most interesting matches, you know, going on at the time, at least for me. It's such an such a eclectic uh
1: combination of teams there. You got like the the Hardy boys who were like the high flyers. You got Edge and Christian who were like more more on the like the technical mat wrestling uh side of things. And then the Dudleys who were just like the brawlers, like the big the bigger dudes. The Right. Yeah. The the And the, it <laughs> were. Yeah, exactly. So well. it, it did. Yeah. Yep. And uh, oh, yeah. everybody, every one of those teams had their own uh, third person that could come in and and, and uh, interfere on their behalf. Because the, the Dudleys had Spike, uh, the Hardys had Lita, and Jeff and, uh, or sorry, uh, Edge and Christian had Rhino at the time.
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's funny how you should say um, words like pad lita and oh. stuff like that because definitely yeah. one of an angle that will always live in WWF infamy was the real life angle you know mm-hmm. that they they took you know the private lives of these three people and put it out there you know for the world to see you know which we're we're talking about the real life um Matt Hardy was you know, in a long-term relationship with Lita at the time. And she kind of, well, yeah. 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 And while out on the road, one thing led to another with edge and it kind of, uh, some, some bro codes were definitely broken, you know, (laughs) there is, you know, um, he was married at the time as well. I think edge was married to, um, Val Venus's sister at the time. Oh, wow. as, as well. Cough, cough,
0: cough, cough, she took the spear? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 and the whole thing was kind of revolving. They they tried to recreate it at first um, with Kane. And yeah. no one was buying it, nothing, Ooh. no... It, Kane was getting booed out of the building not because Kane sucks they just didn't want Kane in that spot they wanted Hardy they wanted the real deal like everyone's mm-hmm. imaginations were just you know going going over time well yeah but then Matt, Matt Hardy ended up
1: getting fired because he made the whole thing public on the internet right and then the fans kind right. got- Turned on the product and we're saying, we're chanting, We want Matt. And we want Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt and Lena were in the ring. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I know that, uh, that one episode of Raw where Matt ended up coming back and attacking <laughs> Edge from in the backstage area and even like ran through the crowd. And Yeah. Mm. That was, I remember that happening live. I was like, Shit, is this actually happening? Is that actually Matt Hardy? Because they
2: had to first. Oh yeah, like you could totally suspend disbelief. It was 1975 again for a little while there because you 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 believed it. Like cuz okay, cuz the, there were real life feelings there and we all knew it. Mm-hmm. But these two had to work together, which I think is yeah. a testament to their professionalism that they you know, didn't actually like Matt Harvey, Matt I almost said Matt Matt Harvey. <laughs> Matt okay. Matt Hardy Tom Phillips. <laughs> Matt I got Hardy.
0: that right. It was Tom Phillips, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. For what the commentator on Raw?
2: You oh, like, Jeff yeah. Hardy,
0: Jeff Harvey at the Royal Rumble
2: one year. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, okay. Well, everyone, you know, wanted wanted Matt 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 Hardy, and you got to give him extra credit for not really wrapping his hands around Edge's throat. Yeah, but I bet that that pro, I bet that promo that he cut when he
1: came back that, that night, I bet he got a lot of aggression out when he, Oh, right then and there. Like, yeah. You know, and then Did the whole
2: thing,
1: sorry, he referred to Edge, he referred to Edge as Adam when he got, when he got the hold of the mic. Right. Yeah. He's like,
2: Adam, you bastard. <laughs> I'm going to make your life a living hell. Hey, Lita, you whore. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because that's what a guy would say. Yeah. You know, like a guy that's angry. You get a guy that's angry enough, you know, because that's you know, not only was that his real life woman, but now she's messing around with a guy that he thought was his friend. And all well, and was the best- only reason why sorry? One of his best friends. Yeah, yeah, and the only reason why we're not being gossipy geese here, this is a major part of you know WWF uh, storylines and folklore and what what whatever you want to call it. It's it's just funny though. None of this lasted in real life. Lita went like the, she didn't last very long with Edge. Edge, you know, is now married to another to to another woman and has kids Matt Hardy is has moved on married you know with 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 kids and I don't know what Lee is doing last I heard she like married a lawyer or something lame like that I, mean, I know she dated CM Punk for a little bit but well Punk was dating everyone there for yeah. a while there like god like talk you want to talk about a real life hero
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, Punk was laying the smack down on a lot there. Yeah. In the dressing last, room last, there.
1: Yeah. Last I heard Amy or Amy Dumas Lita, that's a real name, but uh yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to break K <laughs> But uh, <laughs> Yeah, Lita and Gail Kim were actually starting up uh, some sort of company together. I, I oh. don't remember what it was called, but uh yeah, I remember hearing something about that briefly uh last year.
2: Okay. I anything Gail Kim does, okay, I'm hundred percent behind for sure. Okay. And I actually know that Lita was here not
1: too long ago,
2: or a few years back, anyway, I think it was like twenty sixteen. She was here
1: and she was at a, she was at an all local show. Yeah, she was at cool. CWE. Yeah, that was it, yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't even remember that.
0: I didn't go to that one, unfortunately. I should have, but, but that's was, when I was going to all the CWE
1: shows. Yeah. But not even a wrestling show. She was at like a, a local metal show
2: one time. Well, yeah, because she's legit. She's got the Lucha Gores, her band, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With radioactive metal, I tried a couple times and never got back. You know, when she wasn't contracted to. To McMahonland, you know. Right. But I I don't see any reason why, if she's not with Vince now, hmm, I don't know. Maybe it's something to look into. Yeah. Or Maybe. shot. Yeah, yeah. The most, the least she can do is say no. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. I mean, if she, it's she like wants, she wants to come here to beat me up, okay, all right.
0: <laughs> it's like when <laughs> I emailed um, Matt Cardona. Unfortunately, they couldn't do it. It was just like, that's cool that he responded.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, the least they can do is... The worst they can do is say no.
0: They were just like, sorry, we don't have the time right now. We're busy with things. Stay safe during this pandemic crap.
2: Well, right on. Good on him. Good on him. Good on him. Well, that's kind of my my edgy stuff. I actually, But I will say... I'm kind of kicking myself because there's a lot of stuff that I did miss. Like there, there were there were there were a few years, you know, back now that uh, pro wrestling really wasn't wasn't a a priority for me. It was right around the time uh, who was champion at the time. Patrone and uh, Ziggler were trading the title and all that. Oh and yeah! I imagine Edge was pretty active in the world title scene around there too, because I remember I think it was Matt you told me last year that Edge was the fifty-time champion by now, and I'm like, what? Well, really? Well, where was I during? I know I think he uh, won it a couple times. Yeah, at the time he retired. Yeah, he
1: had uh, in total been an eleven-time world champion in WWE.
2: Wow. Yeah, yeah, see, I don't even remember. I... Wow. Granted,
1: a lot of those reigns, especially his World Heavyweight title reigns, well, actually, I guess a lot, of, like, between the WWE and World Heavyweight title, those, they were all pretty short, and, like, he ended up, like, re- like losing it and regaining it a lot of times in between, like, in the span of six years. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so they were pretty short reigns for the most part, but, I mean, for for a guy like that to be, like, elevated to that level and, like, main event WrestleMania with uh, The Undertaker, even if he did lose, but... Mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, and to uh, beat John Cena, win, win the first money in the bank to really elevate him to that level and, like, take on so many, like, top stars. Like, he... Yeah, he... He, he more than earned it, in my opinion. Like, he...
2: <laughs> he's done it all. He's... <laughs> Oh, And considering what he gave up, like physically, yeah, uh, I think to the point they said you have to retire, or this is, you know, you could, you could, if you want to walk away from this, you have to retire.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, at that at that point, WrestleMania 27 was his last match that he had wrestled, where he had actually beat uh, Patron. For the well, he retained here. He yeah, he retained against Patron at the at WrestleMania 27, and then I think it was the next night on Raw, or no, it was SmackDown that week. He actually like speared somebody on the outside of the ring, and you could clearly see that he was holding his neck in pain. And then uh-huh. the next the, the next episode of Raw after he got some tests done, he yeah, he announced that he was forced. Yeah, because he
0: because he speared Brodus Clay and his head. Hooked into his
1: stomach. Oh, yeah. Ouch. You can clearly see him holding his head and neck after the move. And he was not not doing too good. And then, yeah, the MRI scans that he did showed that he had spinal stenosis. And, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not really... Well, a lot of wrestlers over the years have suffered from that. But only a couple have come back. So, but. Yeah, like I'm glad to see him back now, and it's like I never thought I'd ever see him wrestle ever again. But mm-hmm.
2: even if it is on borrowed time, like right, yeah, like this, this he can only do this for so much longer. Yeah, like he's pushing. He's pushing fifty. I imagine
1: like he'll have, he'll probably have one more world title run, lose it, and then probably fade off into the sunset, knowing that he could retire on his own terms rather than
3: make
2: right. Fun. Than being forced, yeah, yeah. Very commendable, very commendable. Yeah, yeah. Um, If that's it for all of the edgeness in the turnbuckle talk, I want to do something a first time, another first here for Wrestling Night in Canada. You guys are familiar with the watch-along concept? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sure like you've heard about it on other podcasts and probably probably enjoyed it. Um, while I was kind of, you know, with 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 it, with everything going on with Edge with Don Callis at um, make making an impact on AEW and on Impact and all that. Right now, these two individuals are all the buzz. Mm-hmm. Well. You kind of rewind few a years, few years back, shall we say, or more than a few years now, and Edge and Mr. Callis and all that, like, like as we mentioned throughout this show, kind of got their start in the Canadian Indies and a lot here in the Winnipeg Territory just happened to be kind of dicking around on Facebook when I stumbled upon something from Winnipeg Wrestling's illustrious history. And that was a match from the IWA Um, in 1997. Edge and Christian versus Don Callis and none other than Rick Martell. And it's like, oh, you know what? I think this is so relevant once again with go what's going on right now. The three of us have to sit down and have our very first watch along. Oh. All right. This was then because because there's there there's a lot of history, because going back to this match. Okay. This yep. this is pre-edge. Okay, this was when he was known as Adam Copel, Adam, Um, Adam Adam Impact, Adam Impact. I think, uh, Jay Rezo, Rezo. Okay, I think (laughs) he was known as Christian Cage at the time. Oh, then he reused that in TNA. Yeah, yeah, that's why when they came out and he was called Christian Cage, I was like, oh, okay, they can't call him just just Christian. Yeah. Because Vince will have, you know, a shit fit. Across the ring from what was going to be this legendary tag team was another tag team that probably at some point should have gone on to greater and better things. They were known as the Supermodels. Oh, well, I guess Rick Martel wouldn't keep the model part. (laughs) Yes, yes. Back back then, at this point in time, 1997, Rick Martel, of course, the former AWA world champion, that's where I first did, you know, for my first exposure to Rick Martel. He was one of the many, you know, people that jumped ship from Vern, went to the WWF, and they gave him that stupid model gimmick. To Rick Martel's credit, he really ran with it. Okay, and you, it was one of those gimmicks that you could really believe. Mm-hmm. A couple of years after that, Rick Martel leaves the WWF, and um, he's uh, becomes a force here in the IWA. Eventually, after feuding with a young man named The Natural now known as Don Callison of course he had multiple gimmicks in the WWF and he ended up as Cyrus in ECW that yeah, he was the,
1: probably sorry yeah. he was the yeah it was Cyrus and he was the Jackal in
2: WWF the Jackal that's right he was part of the Truth Commission yeah. or something like that yeah in the WWF we probably our favorite work, probably the three of us, is the jackal of his. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure the three of us and, and what he's doing nowadays. Oh, it's fantastic. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, after their initial run together as opposition between the natural and Rick Martell, they decided okay, we're gonna take take it kind of on the road and they became a tag team known as the Supermodels. As a throwback, like you said, Matt, to his WWF gimmick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So one of their matches here was the soon to be Edge, the soon to be Christian versus the supermodels. Now the way the whole this, the way this all worked out is the supermodels had broken up because um, Rick Martel, okay, had. Cut a deal with the WWF to kind of bring them in as, you know, as a tag team. You know, because I guess Vince felt there was still some life left in the model gimmick. And well, well, hey, why not, why not bring this young guy in as well? Make them a team. It, it would have worked perfect. Mm-hmm. Eric Bischoff, though, the WCW, threw a sweeter deal to rick martell who had gone had went behind callus's back signed on to wcw and kind of left callus holding the bag it's like martell said to him okay i'm going to wcw but i'm going to put in a word for you i'll have you brought in there no callus lifelong dream wanted to go to the wwf and all that fortunately They never held that against Callus. They brought him in the Jackal, the Truth Commission, and the rest is kind of history from there. To this to this day, I still don't know. I haven't heard anything whether or not Callis and Martell, you know, if they're, you know, friends to this day. I don't know. That would be kind of interesting. To find out, and of course, Rick Martel is one of four AWA world champions that are still with us. And all that. when you think, when you think about it, yeah, there's only four of them, because we lost the AWA in '92. hell, a long time ago now. Yeah, It, it doesn't seem like 29 uh, years ago.: <laughs> Yeah, it's been a long time, yeah Yeah, I think at uh, the dying days of the AWA, they had two fans. Me and my wife. That's it. it. We were were the only two people watching the AWA at the time. (laughs) All that. So, so when I stumbled upon this match, I thought, you know what, we got to do our first watch along with it, with everything going on. So, we're all set up, right, guys? Yep, I got it ready to go. Um. Um, I'm like it's 10:30. My
0: bedtime's like an hour ago. I'm Like oh, what?
2: <laughs> so we're going to throw it out to the listeners go on to YouTube. Okay, find Edge and Christian versus Don Callis and Rick Martel. IWA 8241997.
0: Oh, so, so are we watching this on mute? Yes, no? Um
2: well yeah. Like, okay, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Just, yeah. We'll just kinda turn it down. It doesn't matter because this match doesn't have any commentary anyways. It was from a house show. It's just the oh, one okay. basically the one the the, the the one camera and all okay. that. So basically, yeah, we're gonna listen to it without any sound. All right you know not that we needed not not that i discovered while doing um watch alongs for radioactive metal with aaron we uh we we found the sound doesn't get picked up over skype anyways okay from youtube so all right but it's all it's all like
0: that just sounds like a challenge (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's all kind of it's all kind of a moot point, anyway. So, if everyone is all ready to rock and roll, at the count of three, um, we'll press okay. play. So okay, I'll, I'll count down from three, three, two, one, play. Okay, here we go. There we go. Uh, okay, and you guys are in for a treat. I know, like you guys, you guys told me before we got into this. You guys have never done this before. We haven't done this on the show. You're going to want to do it again. Okay. Mm-hmm. This okay. Is, make
0: sure we're in the right spot. Uh, Rick Martell He's checking Edging Christian now. He's talking to them.
2: Uh, for mine, Callus is. Yeah, I'm at 28 seconds. Callus is getting okay. in.
0: I'm at
2: thirty-two. Oh, okay, well, what, thirty-five.
0: Okay, we're all close enough. All right. Yeah,
2: yeah, we're we're kind of in this the ballpark.
0: Once we can all get together. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> De-
2: definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I love, I love, even though it's like
1: really old uh camera quality, you can still tell who's who.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 the camera's blurry, but yeah, you can, that's just like that's a testament to their image and like being able to be a character. It's like you can tell exactly who's who. Cal oh, is yeah. still yeah. long hair, and <laughs> Christian, like, well, pretty pretty easy to spot those guys in the crowd. And
2: yeah, yeah, see, they did the heels did the little hug oh, yeah, and of course, the uh, coronet. And the Midnight Express, they were so good with that where just before the match would start, they would play up the homophobia in the 80s that really ran rampant
3: in oh, pro, yeah.
2: pro wrestling. They would go to hug and you would hear all you would hear everyone boo and start, you know, all the all the shouting at Cornette and Cornette would turn and look like, what's wrong with me hugging a man, you know, and all that. <laughs> and it's just like so much has changed now. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, that's to that's that's totally acceptable. The coin is definitely flipped <laughs> to the other side in, in that in that or It is, it has. So they got going together, that's that's uh Christian and, uh, and Chris. Christian, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Nope. And yeah, Christian's got and the armor thing and uh, kick. Yeah. Okay. They oh, had to the take that. they 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 had to be the good guys, Edge and Christian. Yeah, for, for sure, for sure. sure. They have the white hat on. Holy crap! That ring just <laughs> fucking shifts when they bounce off the roof. So.
0: That ring is so like not <laughs> built well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Has Don Callis
2: ever played a face in his career? I don't think so, and he never really should. No shouldn't he shouldn't the idea of rick martell in canada being a heel just does not compute at all
0: now here's the question snowy do you know if this show was here
2: it is it was in winnipeg yeah i'm not don't look don't be looking for me i wasn't there (laughs) but yeah i think i'm trying to
0: think of what little shitty building this was in
2: well well he isn't around anymore <laughs> yeah it could, it could very well be actually no there I am down at the bottom there, there, there. no, no. no. Are, you the <laughs> the said, are you the one in the white shirt are you the one in the white shirt yeah we Snowy
0: would be the only one in a band tea. oh yeah. yeah
2: yeah I would be in like an obituary t-shirt oh okay like when I went to a bare naked ladies concert in my obituary t-shirt that was awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you got some looks for that one. A, a couple, a couple. Well it's kind like if kind of looking at it's it.
0: like if Paramore ever came here, I don't give a shit. I'll go if they play some old stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, and also the look at.
0: For, Yeah, their new stuff I don't care for, but if they play like Riot, I'm down. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <coughs> is, it just, is it just me or is this referee counting kind of fast?
2: <laughs> Seems yeah. like it. This is. It's also. He's probably also not the best ref. Like this. Yeah. Is a, it, this is probably the highlight of the guy's career so far. He's in the same. <laughs> he's in the same ring as Rick Martel. You know, yeah. Like it's. This is. This is probably it. And I, I can't think you of won't it scare anything. scare me. Oh, oh, yeah. Look at ring now, if if that's Christian, that's moving that ring. <laughs> imagine yeah. like your fall ball was was bouncing around in there, <laughs> like Andre or even the yeah. Big Show. Or, yeah. Oh, geez, yeah, scary stuff.
0: Undertaker would hit those ropes and be in the third row.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> Rey Mysterio would be fine, probably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Think of Undertaker, did you guys watch that Yokozuna tribute?
2: I saw some. So, and that's that's some, well, obviously, I don't have the name. Really good. Really that's good. thing that I would watch. Yeah. It kind of seemed
1: like WWE's attempt at making a Dark Side of the Ring episode. They uh, talked
0: about uh, Yoko's, they did a tribute show at a company in Pennsylvania. It was like, it's a different WXW than the one in Germany. Okay. And they had a lot of the big WWF names show up there, so I'm because like even through their busy schedule Taker was like no Vince I gotta do this
3: oh.
0: and just Taker and Kane showed up in a different promotion for one night oh
1: as Taker and Kane as Taker and Kane oh wow that's pretty cool yeah so Christian's got Callus
2: in some sort of a
0: in a headlock thing in yeah.
2: A headlock yeah they've been bouncing around oh yeah he's pretty got a headlock good, oh
0: know. here we go off the ropes again
2: yeah
1: there is a lot the, of hair. the yeah, there's a lot of hair in this mix.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now Martell is a heel in Canada. It just doesn't. That's like you just like you couldn't do it like with Bret Hart in Canada. That's why during the whole thing, as over as Austin was, and all oh, that. Cal is oh, down. there we go. Oh, oh. Oh Gala's got oh, no, no Christian's
1: gonna roll him over <laughs> one two, oh, and he kicks ah. oh, Christian flips him over and got him in a headlock. Martel's squirming. Oh, did he tap? No, it looked like he tapped out there. What the hell? That reminded me of that
0: episode of SmackDown. Remember how dumb that ref was? When Kurt was pinning Undertaker and then he just hit his hand on the ground twice and then the ref was like, submission! It's like uh really? what? Uh <laughs> New guy, <laughs> edges in. Uh, yep. in. Yep,
1: edge double off ropes,
2: double hit, and, and double hit with Russell leg sweep. <laughs> that's that. What? That's a Canadian leg sweep. What are you talking about? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's the curling leg sweep. Sorry, <laughs> that's, a, got, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> he's, got the, that's, he's
0: got the Canadian headlock now.
2: Yeah. That's, that's right everything they do from now on it's the the canadian gouge to the eyes that? Oh, wait a minute but they're all oh shit all four of them are
0: that reminded me at the rumble last night who who said uh cory graves was like that was a greco-roman thumb to the eye and i was like yes
2: uh-huh. <laughs> See, that would have been the highlight of the show for me just <laughs> hear that yes Bit of Bobby oh, like, Heenan.
0: He a Roman thumb to the guy. It was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the when Corey said, This isn't fair for Flair. It's like, Where's Snowy? Where's Snow?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just kicked Callis's hand. Oh. Yep. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: that's. <laughs> now, wait a minute. No. Well, I. I, you can't blame the ref on this because, you know, they're like brothers. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh.
1: Markel's going to itch his hair, or he did. Reaching for the tag. Oh, he kicks his hand again. And hey. switch. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> now, come on. Come on, ref. <laughs> there was no tag. What oh, the wait. hell? <laughs> He heard it, and he pointed to his ears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for for some reason, like, when when the heels do something, the refs go, ah, close enough. Yeah. But, but then when the faces do something, it's like, no, no, you got to get back. And like that. Hey. But that's always been heat, always. Callous, always. Is in. Callous and edge of the legal men. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Off the turnbuckle. The Canadian turnbuckle. Canadian <laughs> <laughs> turnbuckle a snapmare and Canadian Needle He miss. hits the
0: <laughs> moose drop. Yeah.
1: The moose drop to the moose jaw.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the moose jaw knee
1: drop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the shit uh, when the yeah wrestlers don't do that anymore where they shake their leg before they stomp. I know the Rock used to do that all the time. <laughs> His calluses did it. I saw.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, you got to give it that little extra, little little shimmy, <laughs> A little um, yeah, little pizzazz, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, when the Rock comes back and wrestles, he does that once, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm tired." Shit.
2: Oh, I don't God. think you. Will. Oh, 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 malfunction at the junction. Thank <laughs> you, thank you, Ed Whalen. Yeah, well, Mauro
1: Ronaldo
2: said that for a lot too. Uh, uh, okay,
1: Sit at that junction?
2: Tell you, all four of those guys just would have been over the moon to hear. Oh Ed no, Whale the throwing a
0: fit. Who else is good at that?
2: <laughs>
3: Erico, <laughs> Omega.
1: Did The re announcer just said. Did he just say ten
2: minutes? Or. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. Well, I'm at 11 minutes and four seconds. Yeah, so am I. now, and you know, yeah. this this is still old school. So I'm sure, yeah, they probably still did the time time limit the, announcement, full the time limit. Which I admit, like that's I I miss that. I miss that. I well, you know, Justin Roberts
1: does that on AEW. If you if you pay attention, he says, 10 minutes gone by, ten remain."
2: Oh, you know what? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Well, the AEW kind of started out as you know the the whole word. We're going to be the 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 sports influenced federation and all that. And I, sometimes I just do, I just don't see that. I don't see. I still love arguing
0: you know, with people on Facebook when they're like AEW is the best promotion that's ever been. I'm like, okay,
3: no.
1: I'm- okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. Uh, They are still doing some very sports entertainmenty things like. Uh, oh, oh yeah, well look at look at uh, like they, they're having the the wedding of uh, Miro or the wedding or the wedding of uh, Kip Sabian.
2: Uh, oh, another fucking wedding. Uh yeah. Well, finally, the reason they brought Miro in to be the best man. <laughs> yeah, at least it's finally going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Maybe Miro.
0: it'd be Maybe. funny if someone tries to interfere in it and um Penelope Ford just yells, Miro, cross
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, and I wonder if someone's gonna be going into the cake or I wonder if Oh wonder if just just one of these times. I wanna see a wedding in pro wrestling in the ring that goes <laughs> off without a hitch. You know what I
3: mean?
2: That'll <laughs> oh, okay. never happen. We all know that Orange Cassidy is going to come out of the cake or something. (laughs) Oh, oh God. That'd be great. (laughs) Uh, Matt, don't put it out there. (laughs) I
1: think it's already taped, so if it's already happened, it's... uh... (sighs) One of those
2: cinematic weddings. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's
2: it. That's it. When I renew my vows, we're having a cinematic wedding. (laughs) Oh, great. I'll be there. Or you can see the IN or whatever. <laughs> that's it. That's it. No, actually that's what we gotta do. Like I Oh that would drive Mrs. Snowy crazy if we were to if we were to renew our vows but yet come up with some zany thing where you guys do a run in and throw me in the cake or something and all that. Oh she wouldn't speak to us for how many years? Oh my god. <laughs> can
3: we like
0: somehow Attach a cake to a chair <laughs> and just run up and just BAM! <laughs> run away.
1: I don't know, that seems convoluted. But... <sighs> It'd
0: <be Anyway>. <laughs> just run up and like clothesline from Helen with a cake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> Callus edge down. Oh, knee no. drop. See? The loose jaw knee drop.
2: Yeah. Well, you see, so you saw so many Ric Flairisms in in the natural. Well, the name, the natural, the nature boy, you know, and he had kind of had the, he did his best impressions a lot. So So, uh,
1: Don Callis was the natural before Dustin Rhodes was, I guess. Cause I know Mm -hmm. Dustin Rhodes back in the, like when he was in, he called himself the natural.
2: Yeah, but. but yeah, Dustin Rhodes showed up WCW ninety one, maybe ninety. Yeah, before he before he was told dust, he was the natural Dustin Rhodes. He was the natural Dustin. Yeah, yeah, and um, I don't. Oh sh! I, I I'm pretty sure Callis didn't go. Oh, well, I gotta call myself the natural Dustin Rhodes is doing it. If he was doing it in the WFWA which kind of predated the oh. IWA then it would it would have been a total coincidence okay yeah i guess like during this time during the time of this match uh dustin rose was already gold dust so oh yeah yeah he was already 97 he was already off and running mm-hmm. i remember <laughs> i seeing something somewhere where like music man
1: brought him in to be this a very eccentric and androgynous character, and then <laughs> Dustin Rhodes agreed, but he a lot of people don't think he knew what the word androgynous meant. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but he he was all in with it. So
0: at this oh, point, Vince McMahon even know what the word wrestling means?
2: Ah, uh, uh, no, no, nope. 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 no. Well, he was, he always wanted to get wrestling out of the World Wrestling Federation. He, oh, he, well,
0: it's like, remember it, what he agreed with his dad on to never compete against companies, and then his dad died, and he was like, well! <laughs>
2: yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, and once, once Senior passed away, like, all bets were off. Oh, all bets yeah. just pledged
3: oh. by the butt. All right. See, this is the point. If
0: this was on a live show, the crowd would be like, "This is boring." <laughs> because wrestling fans are.
2: No, I'm not going to say that. Well, now, <laughs> now, but like back, back then, depending on who on who it was, like Nick Barkwinkle and Vern Gagne could have, you know, had a match full of nothing but headlocks, and the Winnipeg arena would have been captivated by it. Yeah, yeah, because like all they, the- yeah, they <laughs> had these amazing matches all over. Who had the better sleeper?
1: You know, and yeah. Now, like it, and- the late '80s, early '90s, a drop toe hold could get a pop from the crowd. <laughs> 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 you good? You good? A double drop kick? Like wow! <laughs> nowadays, Jeez. nowadays, every man and his dog does a Canadian destroyer.
0: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> and to name a few, Ricky Morton. Yeah.
2: Or yeah, you know, like, like, that, that well, he's Morton's three days older than dirt now, so yeah, like to see him do that, like, how can you not? Hey, hey Ref, come least, on, get in there.
0: At least when uh, John Wade Murdoch does them, he does them like since the death match oh. scene, he does them oh. like crazy Small spots package. with them.
1: Package. Oh. Yeah, <sighs> well, package, and he think so?
2: Wow, geez, Ref, come I'm on, pay attention, right okay. <laughs> Tag callus. callus oh, a double
0: axe handle. You don't see yeah, that yeah.
2: anymore. <sighs> no like, one threw a double axe handle like like Randy Savage did. Yeah, like off off the top or second rope. It was oh, it was a thing of beauty. Everything Randy Savage did was just was amazing. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. uh, up,
1: oh, punch to the gut. <laughs> I'm waiting for Edge to spear somebody, but I don't think he was spearing
2: people. <laughs> it's
1: kind of funny seeing Christian again in the singlet.
2: He hasn't worn yeah. that in forever. I think after this, though, Edge did some, uh, some shots in the, uh, the American Indies as Sexton Hardcastle. That's, that's a poor name, if I ever heard. definitely a poor name. <laughs> Holy jeez.
0: <laughs> well, if there is a porn star named that now, he was a wrestling fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: definitely. Definitely, yeah. Like, hey, like, there's. I I make jokes about how, you know, a lot John of... Don
0: Callis fell way too you know. early on that swinging neck breaker.
2: Yeah, he did. I always thought Dick the Bruiser would have made a good... Uh, porn star name <laughs> it's probably one <laughs> yeah. well you remember Hugh Morris for a
1: time in WCW was general erection
2: oh god yeah oh Russo god, <laughs> god if this one person that I don't miss no like, no, no. Like, I, R- Russo, like, Russo. Uh, like, I, like he had some good no, ideas Mart- he had his Close Martel lock- goes out,
1: goes out. I love how there's just like a rope being
2: used as a barricade for the crowd. <laughs> yeah. 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 I tell you, yeah, time, time, times have changed. Yeah. And look, Hello? there's, there's chairs. Oh, he's got the,
3: <laughs> the wooden chair. They didn't even have steel chairs. <laughs> yeah.
1: And there's oh, kids in the audience. Kids. Yeah. They didn't even have the steel folding chairs. They just
2: had oh, to use like a
1: kick.
0: That was which, the finishing move. <laughs>
2: yeah, which, uh, whichever the chairs at the community center here just happen to be using.
3: Oh, edge Wait. into the post.
2: Oh. Christians go. Oh,
1: oh nope. Oh, Hold down two, yeah. yeah, one, two, three. Oh, there he goes. Oh. 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 Well, I, I didn't see nothing. What's that? Uh, Martel was holding down Christian's booth, though. No, he didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: he didn't. I seen it. No, no, no. no <laughs> see, what, what did now happen? Oh, now we're going to attack oh, him. God, what the hell? They've already won the match. <laughs> already won yeah, the but match. What are they doing? No, no I, I heard Christian say something about Martel's mother's military oh. issue foot peril.
1: Oh, I'm so. so you know, <laughs> he just wanted to turn the ring. Holy shit! <laughs> s- <laughs> that yeah, wouldn't he, have felt too great. No, oh. I'm
2: sure it didn't. Hey, that's an actual chair. Actual <laughs> <That's laughs> chair. Yeah. What? They that was and now, now they're savagely attacking that poor man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come off <on>, it, Snowy! <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I can get I can get my wife just going just <laughs> when I just go total heel and. <laughs> it looks like it's at like a community center or something. Oh, I'm I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. I we we went to a lot of um, house house shows for the the CWF like as oh. as as a family. All right. And there is a lot in the uh in the community centers. Uh, yeah. Holy geez. Like I said, yes, I, I wasn't at the show. Oh, and there we go. Yeah. There we go. And like I said, I wasn't at that particular show, but you know, I've I've been to a lot of those, like in the community right. centers and and all that. Always, always a lot of fun. Well guys, did you enjoy that? Yeah. It was uh-huh. a little <laughs> nostalgia
1: trip, I I suppose. Like I, I mean I know who all four of these guys are and to see a match from like twenty-five years ago right. with all of them competing when they were still young, mm-hmm. Calla still had hair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Hey, eh? like when you when you look at him now and then you see him back back then, it's like it's is it the same person? Like, wow! Well, the voice is a dead giveaway. Obviously. Oh yeah he he has that his his voice was always annoying. It worked it it worked so well back then. Like he he knew just like how like he he was working on his promos back then. Mm-hmm. And like, he he would get the fans just going with just a couple sentences.
1: Yeah, like his, like if AEW had like a full crowd right now with what he's doing, like I think, I think Callis could get the reactions similar to that of like uh, Paul Heyman or even uh, Bobby the Brain in his heyday. Oh, oh,
2: definitely. Or in their heyday. So,
1: looking forward to crowds coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: if they have crowds at Mania, it'll be good. Because it's going to be in yeah. that
1: ravaged stadium this year. But the the first the first AEW show with uh, fans back, I just want Callus to come out at the very beginning of the show and just get booed by the crowd and like hear <laughs> Jr. commentary going, "Oh God, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I know this guy." Uh. Really <laughs> that the world champion Kenny Omega will not be on the show tonight. <laughs> because this crowd is not worthy of a world champion like Kenny Omega.
0: <laughs> it would even be better if we got an AEW show here and Calus came
1: out and did that.
2: Oh, oh, oh Omega would be so over up here.
1: Nuclear heat, though, if he came out and said that. No, <laughs> but like
0: that would happen, and then he'd come out at the end of the show anyway, but just like to start the yeah. show, Kenny Omega will not be here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then Jericho would come out and everybody would blow the roof off the place.
0: Everyone would forget about what Kalis just said.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Whew. Well, <clears throat> thank you so much, guys. Yep. That's a, That was a lot of fun. We got to do <laughs> that again as soon as we can but i think the clock on the wall is telling us it's time to bring this crazy crazy train into the station how can uh, people get a hold of us
1: they can get a hold of us on facebook at
2: facebook.com slash wrestling night in canada or on instagram at wrestling night in canada and of course, Wrestling Night in Canada is proud members of the Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com. dot com. Um, probably, chances are that's where you know you've heard of us. You've you first caught wind of us through there. But if you're finding us out through any other podcast aggregator, be sure to go and check out all the amazing shows on the network it's not just it's predominantly pro wrestling but there's 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 comedy there's pop culture there is this awesome music program called radioactive metal if you haven't heard enough of your cool uncle snowy you'll go want to go over there join myself and my co-host aaron over there hey man and uh and enjoy in the meantime and in between time that's it this has been another exciting episode ah this has been a very edgy episode <laughs> of radio of oh, i did uh, it again ah yes it's <laughs> ah, that's it. that's another
3: I, beer that's I, another. I
2: owe you guys another beer yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> this has been another exciting another edgy episode of wrestling night in canada <laughs> uh, i'm snowy white <laughs> I'm your new WNIC champion, MAC. Ah, ah, I had to squeeze one in there. Yep. I'm holding the belt right now. Come on. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, I'm getting it back next time. Oh, you're never taking this title. <laughs> so. I'm getting it back. Yeah. And And, I'm just (laughs) (laughs) going to say, I was going to say, dude, don't don't forget you. (laughs) Signing off. And we're from Winnipeg, you idiots.